episode. Oh yeah. Twenty. Chocolate babka. Uh, it is. Yeah, it is twenty. Okay, great. Hey no. guys, we're back. Twenty. I guess you missed us. Yeah, people have been missing us. We got a lot, a little, a few more. Twi- we have, twi- we have twenty-four. Is that what you said? Um, I, I don't. Oh shit, my headphones aren't working. This isn't make, making it sound weird for you, is it? No. Um, well, I can't hear shit. Technical schmifficulty. Technical difficulties. Wait for it. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. Anyway, you want to just keep talking? Um, Evan is figuring this out. Um, we're back. We haven't done a show in a while. It's been, what, like two or three weeks since we've done one? Yeah, it's been tough. Way too long. It's been tough. It's been, some guests have been flaking, some people couldn't make it, sometimes we're busy, sometimes the studio's booked, this and that. I went on a trip to the Bahamas last He's week. He's black now. And now I'm black. I'm back and I'm black. Bla- I'm, yeah. He's back in black. Back and, and black. And he hit the sack. Been so long. I'm oh, glad man. to be back. That's the first CD I ever burnt. Like bought, really? Yeah, and I Fuck, bought why it. Why are so embarrassing? Because the song "Back in Black" was in a uh, School of Rock, awesome. and I'd never heard that song before. Really? And I was like, "What the fuck is this?" That was the first T-shirt that I bought for myself. Oh, really? It was a "Back in Black" T-shirt, and all it was was the front of the album on the front and the back of the album on the back. Mm. So it's just like you know, like the track listing on the back of your shirt. Yeah, which is you know. I don't know if it's cooler or less Giving cool. the dog a bone. <laughs> giving the dog a bone. And having like the tour dates on the back of a shirt. Hmm. I don't know. It's track listings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, tour dates look cool on the back of shirts, but... You know, I can't actually listen to that album without visualizing playing Amped 2 on my original Xbox. Oh, really? Because on the original Xbox, you could import CDs. But it took fucking forever, so I only had the patience to import one CD. So and it was back in black. It was so back played, in black. And you so could whenever I was playing with my friends in my basement, that was the only music that played. What's the the first song? Is Hell's Bells, right? I think the first song is Back in Black. I don't think it is. It's gotta be. Maybe it is. I think it's Hell's Bells, though. I think Hell's Bells. It's like it starts nah. with the it starts with the bell. No, the album doesn't fucking start with the bell. Well, well, let, let's 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 figure this out here. Anyway. It's a great album. I remember reading on the little card that at the time they had sold something like 80 million records of that. They're still making fucking records, by the way. Oh, Back in Black is track six. Yeah, it tells Bells first, right? No way. Yeah. I listened to that album so many times. Oh. Well, maybe it just was on shuffle. And they're coming playing. to the Big O. Really? Yeah. I actually saw them live. Really? What yeah. was it like? It Well... Yeah, Hell's Bells is first. God damn it. Yes. Shoot to Thrill is an awesome song. I know what um, our ending music's going to be. But <laughs> <laughs> don't spoil it for the listeners. No. Sorry. Um, I actually, it's this weird fucking situation. Um, I was basically like, uh, Yo, as a form to, of punishment. You have to try this. I'm already really dry. I'm sorry. All the dry? Disney stuff is just so dry and flaky. I can't do it. It's so moist. Uh, maybe in a minute. Okay. Maybe well, just a, a bite. <laughs> no, man. Fine. No means no. But thanks, I appreciate it. I'm gonna, I'll have some in a bit. Okay. But uh, I, it's as so a good. form of punishment, I had to like help my uh, grandmother's um, youth group at her church uh, volunteer, or not volunteer, but like they they would do you know like um, like you know how schools would do uh, casinos, 
Mm-hmm. Parents would work at casinos in order to fundraise for the school. Yeah. For this church group, they would they there was a place called uh, Rexall Place. Uh, it used to be Skyreach. Uh, it's where like the Oilers played and they put on shows, and uh, they would they would have us or they would have this church group go and sell like work a concession stand. And so just picture this: like eleven to fifteen year old kids working at a concession stand. At an ACDC concert, <laughs> nobody knows how to pour a, a fucking drink. They're, they're just making hot dogs, and the adults were serving the beer. Uh-huh. And, like, god damn it, I was so pissed. I'd, Did like, you even get to watch the show? Well, so here's the thing. It was, like, I was working, and I was just getting, like, you know, we were all getting yelled at by these people. and like, <laughs> it's like 14-year-old kids yeah. are in this concession. Yeah. Come on! Get it together! Jesus Christ! We need to serve these hot dogs! Yeah. And we've like, got, can only we've got 100,000 fans here. It was ridiculous. They all want hot dogs. It was fucked up. And I'm so, just a 10-year-old. Yeah. At some point, I, I was there with my dad, and he's like, I'm going to go check out the show. I'm like, okay. And so then I ended up going out and meeting him, and it was raining, and uh, I wore a big garbage bag to like see the show. And I was like, people had started to leave, so there was free seats. And um, Angus Young... Ended up like playing a solo in the rain, like on this rising platform, and just Whoa. like thrashing his hair around. And for hell's bells, Brian Johnson like ran and slid in a puddle to like grab the the rope of the, the rope bell. of the bell. It was it was pretty cool. So that made up for the fact that it was just a horrible experience. It's for such a crazy story because they were banned in the in, like the late seventies. Yeah, and they they put out a few albums, and then Bon Scott dies. Like the, they're they're the front man of this band. Yeah. What would a normal band do? Probably not be a band anymore. Instead, they find another singer <laughs> who not only sounds like Bon Scott. Don't say what you were going to say. I don't think he's better than okay. him. No, no, no. But is is I think he's an ex- I think it's a, I think it's a triumph a story of like success over Yeah, it's like Def Leppard and their you know? one-armed drummer. And they one right. And they went on to do just, yeah, fucking Back in Black right after that. Yeah. It's crazy. 1980. Did you see the interview that uh, Angus Young did? Whatever whatever their not most recent album, like some, something like, a, it was like Rock and Roll Train or some shit. <laughs> and, How many uh, different variations of... Well, so here's the thing. I mean, one, it's just hilarious. Like every one of their like songs... Rock and Roll Dogs. Is just the, is just the, like the name of the song is just the chorus. Yeah. Repeated over and over again. It's just like, that's just... Whatever the, it is. The, it's the I'm whole fucking the, thing. I'm Way to exactly. hell, yeah. giving the dog a bone. Shoot your thrill. Back in black. Yeah, exactly. Thun. How, how did you know how the thunderstruck? I don't even know how the thunderstruck chorus goes. You down, 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 down. And he uh, plays the exact same guitar solo for every single song. No, 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 no. no. His solos are pretty dope. But um, this this guy uh was like, so how does it feel to record the same album thirteen times? And Angus Young goes like. Uh, well, it's 14 actually, and uh, it feels pretty damn great. But, yeah. Um, I loved ACDC as a kid. Mm-hmm. Not so much, I don't really like to listen to them anymore. Yeah, I, I, I find it hard to listen to them. It's, now. um, what was I going to say? I totally lost my train of thought. It's. That's it, cool, though. You ever think about that? Your train of thought? My, tr- my thought train. You just what lost it. What the fuck it? was I going to say? I was talking about ACDC. Oh, yeah. Um, Alternating direct I think, current? I think, yeah. I think being bisexual. Amazing. Some guys swing both ways. You know, ACDC. Uh, I gotcha. Ah, uh, <laughs> um, oh, Jesus Christ. But uh, my, my dream, if I was going to be reincarnated, I would want to come back as Cliff Williams, the bass player for ACDC. Oh, God. That guy. He's got the best life. He's got the best job in the world. He tours around the world. 
with a one of the greatest rock and roll bands in history. He can probably walk around with. He's probably he's him. probably a bajillionaire. Nobody probably recognizes him, and if and if they do recognize you, it's kind of probably kind of cool. Yeah, yeah you're, exactly. you're that big of a fan yeah. that you know who he is, and he's a fucking multimillionaire. He's in fucking ACDC. And to play all he does is... Next song. Oh, man. He doesn't even like dance around on stage. I don't know. I know that Malcolm Young quit the band because he was too much of an alcoholic. And he's like, I just want to be an alcoholic. I remember read like... Malcolm Young was supposedly a better guitarist than Angus in the beginning, mm-hmm. but he's like, I don't want to be the lead guitarist. I want to drink. Because apparently That's he just really loves drinking so much <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that he's like, you can be the lead guitarist. That's so funny. <laughs> I saw Van Halen live, too. Oh, no way. Yeah. With David Lee Roth? No, fuck no. Sammy Hagar. Ugh. Not Van Hagar. Yeah, you know what? It. I don't know. I was like, I was 14. I went with like, the dudes in my band. Mm. So we were just like four long-haired dudes. Did Eddie Van Halen play Eruption? He was fucking wasted and he cried while like slurring. Like, he's so much Sounds about right. Yeah. While, meanwhile, like Mark Anthony is like chugging what appears to be Jack Daniels, but I'm sure is some form of iced tea at this point <laughs> and playing his Jack Daniels bass. Oh yeah, he has a Jack Daniels bass. That was All so that funny. shit is just so ridiculous. What was the ad that we saw when we were watching SmackDown? Or I mean, the hockey game. <laughs> um, like, yeah, SmackDown like was amazing. Def Leppard, um, Alice Cooper, and uh, with Motley Crue. With Motley Crue, and then Queen Zurich. Queen's Reich. Queen's Reich. But there was another one, too. Scorpion. I don't remember. Scorpion. Oh, wait. Who, what's, what was the Scorpion song? They had a hit that they played, and I remember I recognizing it. Every Rose. No, no, no. That's, that's Poison. White Snake. Poison? Ah, oh, Jesus. It's all the same. White Snake. <laughs> White Snake did. I don't even know. Um, here I go again. Yeah, on yeah, my yeah. Own. That's that's Scorpion, I guess. No, that's White Snake. Oh, that's White. What is Scorpion's song? I don't know. It's the same shit. A scorpion's just a snake with fucking you know legs. All those. I, I, one thing I really miss. I don't miss it. I actually hated it. But it was like rock, the like classic rock radio. Dude, summertime, man. That's all I can listen to. It's like this weird Pavlovian thing where, like, as soon as it's nice out. Yeah. You know what? Actually, it's, only when I'm in a car or doing like construction work it's great but you, I, I spent a few days working with um a, our friend curious andrew yeah, yeah doing construction and we listened to shom which is the classic rock radio station in montreal yeah, yeah. it's not and really classic rock though it's like they play they play classic rock, rock radio then they play like some more like newer songs and like they'll play green day songs and stuff too yeah. but you and i and then it was also in vancouver when i was working for this tile setter guy who listened to rock 101 rock 101 not 1.1 classic rock now 2 minutes of uninterrupted rock <laughs> 2 minutes or yeah. 15 i forget 2 minutes <laughs> yeah uh, a couple choruses seemed like that because that what drives me nuts about those first of all is the ads and secondly they play they okay they'll, they'll be a, the selection of bands that they'll play like pink floyd led zeppelin Jimmy Three Hendrix, Jimmy Hendrix, blah, blah, blah. And they'll have like one or two songs of each one. And not only do they only play those songs ever, but you'll hear them the same time in the same goddamn day. Yep. You'll hear it. The, pick another one. People don't want that shit. When you're surfing the radio, you know, there's people, even who, like other you know, hits, people who man. still listen to the fucking radio, they're like, they're surfing through and they hear, you know, like, I don't know, just some yeah. like back in black. They'll probably be like, oh yeah, oh, yeah I love that, this song. That song. I want to listen to that. 
as yeah, I guess they're not, really like think, they're not really thinking about the money talks. The tradesmen. I guess that's still a pretty big The, the obscure AC. What's obscure they had, AC? They had tons of hits. Uh, that would be one. Um, uh, have a drink on me. Nah, yeah, but that's also a shitty song. How about... Um, have a drink on Little me. Little Lover. Little Lover. Oh, yeah. They're, they're like... They're like... They're like ballads. Got you on my mind. And they and um, what, was, what was the other one? Between your legs. What was the other one? It was um, the Jack. She's got the Jack. And yeah. It's about STIs, I think. Oh no, I was singing. Yeah, I was singing Big Balls. Whoops. Oh, it's it's all the same shit. I've got big balls. They're all it's all they're all about like balls. like drinking, sexual innuendos, sexual stuff, and rock drinking, and, rolling. and like being like electrical. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? they've and got like electricity. They've got this degree of like of like nineteen forties like like coy euphemism things going on. In their yeah, song. like coy euphemisms. She kept her motor clean. She kept her motor clean. Yeah. Um, he could howl though. I listened to some more classic rock. I listened to some some Led Zeppelin. I tried to listen to some Rolling Stones albums because I wanted to explore their discography more, but honestly. You know what you should do? I don't think they're very there. Uh, no. Got, I mean, they're, 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 I understand. I like the Stones. They've got some good songs. Yeah, they got some good shit. compared to like a band like Led Zeppelin, for yeah, example. Yeah. Well, they're, or the, they're or more the Beatles, like, which is like, Rolling Stones are the Beatles. Yeah. It's like, are you serious? What, uh, but uh, do you ever, have you listened to The Who? Oh, yeah. I love The Who. That's it. That's the, uh, yeah, Quadrophenia? Remind, thanks for reminding me of that. I'm yeah. going to play there. Um, Quadrophenia is some Yeah, so I heard, I heard a bunch of, yeah, Tommy's great. They're They're an amazing band. Yeah. Amazing band. The Who um, Sells Out? The Who Sells Out is fucking hilarious. Yeah. They're like the cover where Keith Moon is in like the a bathtub of yeah. Heinz beans. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. And, um, and yeah, so I listened to Led Zeppelin 3 and Houses of the Holy. Because mm-hmm. Mike was listening to the whole thing and I was around for those two. Houses of the Holy was, was great. Yeah. Led Zeppelin 3 was quite good. My favorite was, is um, I think I think it's... Is it the song remains the same, or is it? No, no. Since I've been loving you, Ooh. the solo at the end of that Jesus song Christ. is fucking mind. Yeah, like yeah. people are like it's a rock and roll mind blowing solo. But actually, though, listen okay, to that. Okay, you know what? It's fucking crazy. We've been it's talking like, how about do you this, do that? and I keep telling you, like, get the live shit, get the live shit. What we should do is the DVD. The song remains the same. Is fucking it's good. magical. Oh, yeah, I bet it is. It's so good, and it's got like these weird like cinematic um uh like cutscenes between where mm. like you know they're just like chilling writing in a field or like jimmy page is like sitting in alistair crowley's fucking mansion and just like <coughs> you know apparating in different parts of the room Whoa. it's really cool it's really sweet. cool. sweet yeah, it's a whole concert film i think i've seen parts of it uh I don't know. it's oh it's it's so good good shit to put on in the background of an orgy <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> you know? I guess, yeah. What would I put what would I play in the background of an orgy? Speaking of orgies, I texted you the other day. I went home after the party in like a drunken stupor. Which party? Yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Okay. What happened was you left at like what three? Yeah, ish. Okay. After. So we stayed up until like seven or like <laughs> during the sunrise. And was Elise up? Elise no, Elise went to bed. <laughs> um, and it was me, not to sleep, Corinne, to, to sleep. Yeah. Me, Corinne, uh, Gypsy Mark, who may or may not be appearing 
on a podcast tonight. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. I have a feeling he might manifest. <laughs> Anyways, he was there. Um, and yeah, it was uh, him and Mike, I think. That was it. Oh, yeah. Arseni and Danielle were sleeping on the on the couch. Anyway. Before you finish this, I can't tell if this is like... I mean, we have to have the window open because it's fucking hot in here, but I wonder how that actually the sound of it? listen to it. Yeah, I, hear, I hear it, it sometimes. And I've actually listened to podcasts where the, I yeah. hear traffic noise and it doesn't bother me. Okay. Go on. Sorry. It's okay. That. Uh, but the next door neighbor, Zubin, oh, was also up. Zoop doop, Zoop zom, Zombo, 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 Zontar, Zontar the Great. I was trying to think of his name. I was like, what's his name? Zontar, Zombo, Zwobo. His name is Zubin, and he's this. He's my our friend Corinne's neighbor. Corinne was on the show. Uh, her, her neighbor, and he was also up. And there, you can both you can go into the roof of the building from Wait, each from each apartment. Really? Yeah. Wow. Crazy. You Crazy. can go into the roof? Yeah. Well, I just want to, you know, for the <laughs> listeners. Yeah, yeah. I know you've been there before. I okay. have. That's um, true. Jeez. Uh, um, but um, he was there, and he brought out, he was he, he was with um, some friend of his, and he he had like a two giant metal pails of dart guns. Like you put a dart. That's what that picture was. You put a dart gun, like what dart in the end, and pull the thing back, and you can shoot a dart. So he had he like had like he dart? had like twenty of them, like a like a foam Nerf dart. Okay, I thought you meant like dart dart. I was like, Holy and he shit, had like he dangerous. had like twenty of them. So we all got dart guns, and we played this game called, I forget what it was called. He had a name for it, but basically you would put one of those um, red party cups Whoa, on your head, nice. and you'd have to walk around and try like to William eat. Tell exactly, and you try to shoot cups off of each other's heads and if you flinch because it's going to hit your eye the cup falls off anyway Ex- right? exactly oh. exactly so it's, it's really fun allowed? uh what uh, do you mean well i mean i guess if you're wearing glasses you'd have an advantage mm. but nobody was probably wearing glasses anyway they're not that it's not that threatening like even if you get hit in the eye you're probably gonna be fine but you want to you want to dodge it so the kids don't sure, hit your cup. Sure. but <clears throat> uh we had it we had it played for a while i got some great shots in um and then we split into teams where it was me and zubin versus mark and mike and it, it, we would like whoever which whichever team shoots off the cups, but uh-huh. gets both cups off. Uh-huh. Both both players wins. And it was like can one, you continue one, to shoot once your cup is off? No. Oh, okay. You're out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And it was like this was cl- such a close match. We played to five. Nice. And it was tied two two. So, w- wait, the, what does this the, have to do with the orgies? Shot. There, that wasn't a segue. I said orgy, and you're like, "Oh, get this!" So last right. night, okay. Oh, just, okay. Just okay. Me, really? Okay. Let me let me get into it. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Anyway, that's what we did last night. So right, I got home at around seven in the morning. I had to work the next day. Today, which is today. <laughs> um, so I was like, "Fuck! I don't want to just stay up. I'll be all fucked up at work. I'm gonna go home and get a couple of hours of sleep." So I go home. I stumble home, and I get into bed, and I I go into my um. My usual jerk off routine, where I watch some porn and jerk off and go to bed. Oh yes, but, what was this site that you were telling me about? Right, I found this website, and it's like this private website that's run by this couple that like decided to start a porn company, sure. and it's called Porn Fidelity. <laughs> and loyal to porn, they're they're married to each other, but they have like it's like X art, like high definition. Sure, I don't know if you like that at all but no yeah the high def is always good but the high def nice but, it's, but it's really like artfully like sure. really well shot sure and it's like it the best some of the best porn i've ever seen it was amazing so they have like a third party there filming it obviously yeah yeah but it's it's the like the dude who is, owns the site and then like a bunch of random chicks 
like the huh. different ones every time. Anyway, porn fidelity. So porn fidelity. Ejaculation recommendation. <laughs> um, hey, we should have that pick of the week. The pick of the week. Which what's 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 in your spank bank? We've been watching me, or I don't know, just oh. in general. Um, not really anything. It's like it it it's gotten to that point where just like. I only really jack off to like, you know, for the memories. Mm. It's like, oh, I've been, yeah. I've been doing a lot of that it, lately. Usually I start with porn and then finish with memories. Oh, no, that's not what I mean. I just mean like the memories of jacking off. Just like I'm like whenever I have oh, free time to be saying. getting off, I'm usually with my girlfriend. Right. That helps. So sometimes when I'm alone, <laughs> I'm just like, well, might as well. I mean, I, he misses me. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny although i have this fucking problem man i don't know if i've mentioned it before but like i keep my nails really short yeah me too i can't one stand for, having long fingernails one for playing guitar and just the other because i have this fucking problem oh. when i'm asleep i'll like like violently scratch my balls <coughs> and wake up in the morning with like scratches oh my on my balls and then the entire fucking day sometimes even two days it's just like you have lacerated testicles. So uncomfortable, man. Oh my god, it's that's like, weird. It's so fucked up, and I don't. You have to like I put go your, to sleep with your, oven mitts, basically. You have to put your balls in a. You need like a chastity. Belt. Need a chastity belt. You know, actually, speaking of chastity belts, have you heard this thing called uh, Mojo Upgrade? No. So, so <laughs> my girlfriend showed it to me, and um, what it is is like, it's it's funny because like. I think it's made for like couples who don't really communicate and feel like there's something sexually lacking in the relationship. Interesting. But it was just like, oh, maybe I should have taken that as a sign. Uh, but anyway, um, <laughs> only now <laughs> reflecting. Why but, was she showing me that? Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, so you 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 go in and you say like the gender of each one of your partners and you take <coughs> turns uh, filling out this questionnaire and saying like, uh, are would you be open to choking? No if my partner's interested or yes. And so you go through like, uh, would you use a riding crop? Would you be willing to be, it's like what they whip horses with. Oh, like Um, a cat of nine tails. No, but like, just like the stick with a little piece of leather on the tip. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Like, like a, that a jockey has. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, would you be willing, how about golden showers? How about brown showers? And so you, you fill it out and the next person fills it out. And then after brown hail, Oh, <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends on what you ate that day. Right. But um, a lot of corn. And then, <laughs> and then, um, and then when you, and then when you both fill it out, it shows you a list of all uh, the matches. All the matches. Oh. So it completely ignores. Like if I said yes and she said no, it doesn't even show up. Right. So it doesn't show like the, he and wanted a like, brown shower. She's not into brown showers. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yes, I mean, basically, I clicked yes to everything except brown showers. Really. Um. I don't know. I, I'm open-minded, but uh, yeah, that that was kind of interesting. Be, it would just be too stinky. I couldn't have. A, There's a no boner. fucking way. There's no fucking way, man. Like I think in order to be able to, like how often this comes up on the podcast. Like, like we've, we've had this people. discussion like three times at yeah, least. But like just you, I mean, the smell has to be a part of it for you. I'm sure to to be turned yeah. on by it. I, I heard it's one like, one person talking smell. about it who was who wanted that, and she's not like she was into shit, but she like wait a real live person. Yeah, uh, not that I met, but it was oh. on it was on DVD ASA. Okay, well that's and she's yeah. talking about how. She's not normally like into shit, but she loves her boyfriend so much that she wants to like consume every part of him, is what she was saying. That's just it's that's pretty, beyond. You know what? Crazy. I would eat a body part of a lover before I would eat their shit. A body part. 
Yeah, because I totally understand the consuming another person. Like, if you think about when you're fucking somebody, that's like, you know, you're like gnawing their face off and just like trying to get inside and around them at the same time. It's like, (laughs) honestly, I feel like someday somebody's going to win sex and that's going to be when they just like, you know, reverse amoeba and just whoop. Like, oh, I guess that's what a baby is. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, I guess they're not just going to... The man plants his seed inside the woman. Um, Jesus speak- Christ, man. What? Go ahead. Just I, uh, Oh, eating shit? Ha- yeah. No, not eating shit. Having a baby. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, yeah. That's even crazier. Jesus Christ. Having a, like a dude or a chick fall out of you? Yeah, I mean, uh, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord Jesus, uh, Yahweh, Jehovah, whatever, that we don't have to do that. We don't have to have the physical, like, <laughs> pooping out a baby. But, oh, yeah. I mean, even I, f- I, I was at Cardinal uh, on the weekend and uh, uh, yesterday, actually. And this couple came in with like a tiny, tiny, tiny baby. And they just looked so fucking dead. And they were just kind of like, they looked like fucking Holocaust survivors, except well, better <laughs> fed. You know, it's like they had seen some shit and they hadn't slept and they were yeah. just like, I, I don't know. Maybe I was reading too much into it, but it just looked like a... <sighs> this is if you're going to create a life, you have to, like, give up your life. Well, that's a responsible thing to do. You could also just fuck off. I mean, you don't have to. Yeah. But, yeah. I wonder how many babies end up in the trash. Um, What would your guess be? Well, I mean, what's our sample size? The world population. Oh, Jesus. Uh, okay, fine. Just uh, in Canada. In Canada? I feel like a couple hundred a year. Couple hundred. That's high. In the well, think trash. of the ones that get found. Did you hear that story? I don't. It wasn't yeah, in Canada, the, but the, they found like. Um, don't. They found like a found. bunch of like, uh, like dead, like infants in some woman's basement. She kept getting pregnant and having a kid and not telling her husband and just like stashing them downstairs. Oh my god. <laughs> what didn't it stink? Did she like mummify them? I don't know, man. I don't know. Okay. I don't fucking know. But like, or have you heard these stories of like people who like, I think they had a show called I Didn't Know That I Was Pregnant. Yeah. 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 These they just mo- take morbidly obese people. Yeah. They're like, like a huge shit. And it's just like, why is my shit crying? Usually I cry. <sighs> why is my shit crying? It's usually quiet like. Hey, man, there's no indication that any one of these people have that accent. Although that's exactly they're usually, what I They're usually from the South. Have you seen this? I mean, probably not, because if you had seen it, you'd be freaking out too. It's called um, America, America, America Reflex with three X's, or America Reflex with three X's. No. Okay. So it's this 14-minute video of um, a woman. Sorry, uh, um, an androgynous person. Uh, I mean, the gender identity really isn't clear. Um, super tall, blonde, with big, uh, like a uh, uh, a one-piece blue, like, tight dress, mini skirt with big, like, neon yellow heels. But her entire face is like, um, it's like, a, a, imagine a goalie mask with no eye holes or holes of any kind, all reflective, like a mirror. Okay. So, like, the entire face is just a reflective mirror. You can't, I mean, I'm sure you can see through it because she was walking around. Um, 
But uh, like it's in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, on like what looks to be like a late Friday or Saturday night, and uh, it's just so fucked up. She's walking, and then the, the camera follows her, and people like start following her and like taking pictures. But then like violence starts to erupt. Like people throw start throwing water bottles at her, and like it, it's just like this weird like xenophobic documentation of people being like, "That's weird. Like I don't understand that. What is that?" And like. What's also notable is like all of the violence came from women, and so like you hear you hear and see guys being like, "Hey, baby, nice body, but how's your face?" Because they can't see her face, and it got to the point they're throwing water bottles at her. People were trying to trip her, and then this and woman she's just like walking around like a city, just walking around a city, and uh, and then at one point this woman runs up behind her and like checks her into the ground. She fucking scrapes her knee, head bashes on the pavement, and she remains in character. So, like, she doesn't say anything. She just kind of, like, gets back up and, like, starts walking around creepily again. But, like, Jesus Christ, man. It was the, it so was the most terrifying thing I've ever fucking seen. Weird. Have you heard of, um, of, uh, oh, damn it. Um, it's, like, this performance artist. Um, uh, she, she did, I mean, did you hear about that, like, uh, that, um, Sheila LaBeouf thing where he like as an apology for for doing some shit he's like okay I'm gonna sit here and my fans can do anything they want to me and I'm not gonna I'm not going to you know retaliate for like two hours so I people like hugged him and then you know some girl started like basically he said he got raped blah 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 but apparently um there was a precursor to this sorry um, interruption yeah is he here hello hey buddy Oh, it's locked. Okay. All right, I'll come we'll come down. Let's see one second. Yeah, go for it. I'm going to I'm going to find this. Okay. Fame. What's Fame. Your name? Okay. Marina Abramovic. And it's called uh I I guess I'll, uh, anyway. Um Marina Abramovic. And it's called Rhythm Zero. And so, as a performance artist, I think this is in 1974, she, um, she sat in a room and had something like 26 or so, or f- I don't know, uh, a couple dozen uh, items on a table, ranging from feathers to chains to a knife to uh, a pistol with one bullet in it. And the idea was that for six hours, she was going to sit as another object in the room and allow people to do whatever they wanted uh, in in the name of performance art. And it got to the point where somebody took the pistol, put it in her hand, loaded it, and put her finger on the trigger almost as like a, like, would you do this to yourself? And she stayed completely calm and collect. She said she didn't have a death wish. She just wanted to see how far it would go. But holy Jesus, apparently the same kind of story. Like it starts out with kind of awe and confusion people were kind of moving around but then it got to the point where somebody like slit part of her skin and started drinking a bit of her blood like it was just hey man Hello. how you doing great have a seat buddy pull up a chair grab a set of phones you want a what? beer hmm? you want a beer sure. cool we have beer oh yeah yeah, we're we're just talking about performance art. Cool. Have you heard of Marina Abramovic? Oh yeah. Marina Abramovic. Yeah. 
So I'm, I'm gonna. Did you I, hate? I, I just kind of told the story, but um, I'll, I'll say it again. This woman uh, in the in, I think it was like 1974, in the name of performance art, sat herself in a room. Um, and laid uh, a series of objects, I think like 25 or 26 objects, ranging from like a feather boa to chains, a pistol, one bullet. And she said, for six hours, I'm going to sit in this room, and you can do whatever the fuck you want to me, and I'm not going to retaliate. I'm not going to respond. And so it started off with people just like trying to tickle her or like drawing on her arm. But then it got to the point where somebody took the pistol, put it in her hand, loaded the bullet, and put her finger on the trigger like up to her head. And, like, completely loaded, completely legit, apparently. And Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, the art director had to be like, no, 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 don't, like, don't do this. But she, she even said, like, I don't have a death wish. Like, I just want to see what fucking happened. Hmm. But then after the six hours, she, like, just started moving and acting like herself again. And people ran away. They couldn't look at her and acknowledge her as a real person after, you know, six hours of wow. just treating her like an object. It was very That's strange. That's pretty cool. Hey, did you ever see the movie? Before um, we start... Uh, you want to just uh, introduce yourself and I'll get your levels here? Okay, perfect. Hi, everybody. My name is Mark DeBarris. What? Wait, sorry. Oh, go for it again. Hi, everybody. My name is Mark DeBarris. Yeah. That's Beautiful. Much my you can hear yourself. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never actually knew your last name. It's, I just know you as Gypsy. It's, that's perfectly fine. You can even call me Gypsy for the rest of this, this cast. Is, this cool. is Gypsy? Yeah. yeah. That's a great, how did that nickname come about? It's, a, it's actually an interesting story. So you guys know uh, my, my friend Ben. Yeah. So there was one time... Um, about two or three years ago now, that we were basically just chilling on Saturday, well, Sunday morning, I guess, at like four in the morning. <laughs> and it was just the two of us, and it was like after a party. Um, and we, we, like, we, it was at the point where we were so tired that, like, we didn't really know what we were talking about, <laughs> and we were just talking for the sake of talking. Um, sounds familiar? Yeah, it sounds, it sounds like it this sounds morning. Like, it sounds yeah. like this morning, yes. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like, sounds like. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> this is Bum, bum, bum! Yeah, and so it was, it was one of those mornings, um, and we got into this argument about what defines a gypsy. Like, what, what, what are the qualifications? Sure, Romania. This is, this is what he okay. was saying. He was saying there's a bloodline, and I'm like, sure, there's the Roma bloodline, right. which is where the gypsies originated. But nowadays, uh, my argument All you is, need is a caravan. It, it, the, you need it, to steal milk. Exactly. Yeah. Nowadays, you see people on the streets. and you, uh, In my experience, it's mainly been in Europe, but I know they're all over the world. Um, and they peddle purses, knock right. stuff. Right. But those people aren't of their own bloodline. But everyone right. calls them gypsies. Good point. Good point. So are they really gypsies? Is everyone just giving them a misnomer? Hmm. Or can you actually be? That almost sounds, sounds almost like the, the Jewish thing. You know, where you could be a, a Jew yeah. without being of, the, you know, the yeah. Jewish heritage yeah. because it's kind of like there's a weird blurred line between whether it's actually uh, an ethnicity oh. or a religion. Or a religion. And you can become a member of the Judaic faith. You right. can, yeah, but, you can start practicing. Yeah. So are you peddling purses or what? Where, how no, did, how did but, but it is, like, it's, it's kind of interesting because my whole argument was that um, you can become a gypsy. Hmm. And everybody that I had this conversation and brought this up with was like, you're fucking wrong, man. <laughs> there's no way you can become a gypsy. You're but the, 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 the weird, the weird thing about that example, though, is there's no like official, like headquarters. Right. There's no like bureaucracy <laughs> set yeah. up. They don't exactly. have a prime there's minister. No, gypsy. They just have, you know, they're just gypsies. They right. run around and exactly. do things. It's all very nebulous. Well, maybe is it is it not just like a kind of a synonym for vagabond, yeah. bohemian? Yeah. 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 And I, I mean. Gotcha. 
I'm none of those things, <laughs> but it's, I find it really ironic how I kind of have become a gypsy <laughs> inadvertently just through this conversation. Everybody knows me as gypsy. Huh. Even so, Ben cool. was Ben was like, I had this fucking argument with this <laughs> fucking gypsy. Yeah. He yeah. thinks he's a gypsy. He wants to be a gypsy. Yeah. So then we just started calling you gypsy. Everybody started calling me gypsy because everybody I told that argument to, like, I had to get in a fight. With it's, also, it's also the case of that we, there's a lot of marks. There is. The so world. it really helps. And then in our friend group, there's another mark who's around a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, it, yeah. I might just start calling you Ezzy. Esmeralda. Esmeralda? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't promise I'll always respond to Ezzy. But I mean, but I mean uh, you, could, you could try, and yeah. I'll try and remember to, okay. to respond to that. I like Esmeralda. Yeah. It's Ezzy. A, nice a tragic figure. Anyways, <laughs> I was talking about, you were talking about Marina Abramovic, the performance artist. Have yeah. you seen yes. The Artist is Present? No. It's a documentary about an exhibit that she did at the MoMA. Have you heard about this? Where she... No. Okay, the exhibit... This happened like maybe five years ago, five to ten years ago. The exhibit was she is in one of the main sort of atriums in the MoMA. Uh And she just sits at a table and she just just sits sitting there. And you go in and she will just like... You'll both like look at each other for as long as you want. And then you can get up and walk away. Will she acknowledge you if you speak to her? Um, you're you're not supposed to say. I mean, I guess you can do whatever you want, but she doesn't. She just like just looks at you and sort of takes you in. Okay. And you okay. just kind of have this this sort of connection based on looking at each other. And <clears throat> it's another it was another crazy thing. Like people just people's reactions were all over the place. No, that'd be str- strange to do with anyone, regardless if she's like a f- famous performance artist yeah. or not. Just like sitting down and just staring at a complete and utter stranger in yeah. silence. Yeah. yeah, it might be even more strange to do it with somebody with with no context as to who they actually are. You exactly. Know? Yeah, yeah. If Imagine just, like if silent speed dating. Silence. You just like sit and look at somebody for ten minutes. Or do you remember that that card that I showed you? It's like a it's like a business card, and okay. it just says, uh, "I think you're cute" or something. Okay. And then on the back is a website, and it's like this science based science. They said science-based uh, speed dating. Okay. okay. So what you're supposed to do is you bring a shirt uh-huh. that you've worn to the gym a few times. And so they, they take the, the male and female shirts and they kind of shuffle them up. They add a number based on who you are. Mm-hmm. And you're supposed to like go through shirt by shirt, yeah. smell them, yeah. and then write down on your little thing, like I rate this as like a one or a 10 or whatever. And so they have that. Then they have another one where they blindfold you and you're supposed to just kind of grope the person. Okay. And so, like, it's it's all these steps that you take, bef- w- b- without actually ever having a real conversation, kind of just based on like pheromones yeah. or or blah blah blah. Yeah. And then at the end, they do the reveal. But like, that that would be kind of nutty. I wanted to do it, but I was actually busy before. before they it actually happened. did it in Montreal. Yeah, yeah, they do it every year. Wow, that's so interesting. Sick. You're ju- trying to judge people who you like just. Well, based yeah, on and that's how the thing. Smell. And like, I don't know. I I feel like I'm. Maybe too shallow of a dude. I feel like if I got like a perfect ten match with somebody, yeah. and it turned out that they just weren't physically attractive to me, yeah. But like, or, or maybe know, it would just like it would automatically give me the person I'm most physically attracted to. Who mm-hmm. knows? Or maybe, maybe there's a lot more going on. Or maybe they'd be somebody that you ordinarily wouldn't be physically attracted to. Yeah. But because yeah. of all the other experiences, right? It, it well, you changes. Know there's there's it changes something how you that it or something. there's a there's a theory that. Um, a lot of uh, divorces happen 
because women's hormones when they're on birth control are, are completely different in the way that they kind of perceive the world even. So they're talking about, about pheromones or even just like intrinsic qualities of another uh, human being that you mm. would find attractive when you're on hormonal birth control. Right. Oh, when wow. you get off it. So say you marry the guy. Yeah. You stop using birth control. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you have these like feelings of it's like, totally, who the fu- it's totally oh, who different. this guy? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know why I'm feeling this, but like, I'm not, I'm not into it That's anymore. That's so crazy. Have birth, you, man, birth control is fucking nuts. It is. It really is. How do you guys, like, I'm, I'm sure everybody know, like has experience with this. It's, what, it's <laughs> like, um, but uh, not, not birth control. Sorry. I'm going on a segue here. Um, I have worn a condom <laughs> once. You know how when you walk into somebody's house uh-huh. and it, it's somebody that you know, but you've never actually been in their space before. And then you kind of smell the odor yeah. of their yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes it'll like skew either positive yeah. or negative yeah. more your opinion of that person, yeah. even though it might, whatever level you might have already formed that opinion. Of it's very that true. It's so true. So I, th- I think that's really interesting because it's like when you don't actually have any mental pre notions of who yeah, that yeah. person is or how much you like them how can you really yeah I, yeah I noticed, you know what I, I feel like i notice it a lot less now than when i was a kid going over to yeah. people's parents houses yeah, yeah i remember because they yeah, had yeah, yeah. more time yeah. to develop like a i sick. remember that and you know what's also trippy is when you'll go to somebody's house and you won't really notice a distinct smell per se okay but you'll just be in their house and then you'll like maybe be in their car yeah. or like so they'll leave something like a piece of clothing or something at your house yeah. and you smell the thing whatever it is or you're in like the car and it, it's like whoa that smells like like th- like that house or yeah. something but I never yeah, even yeah. like registered that yeah. you know initially it's interesting I remember I saw um, uh, my grade 3 teacher but like quite a few years later like 5 years later right. after after grade 3 or even more than that it might have been 10 years I don't know Sure. but I guess she had been wearing the exact same perfume ever since grade three. Right. Holy and when I, I gave her a hug and I smelled oh, her perfume wow. and I was like, whoa, that was, oh, it smells wow. like, it smells like grade three. It's it was weird. The those, those, thing. Those and I want to I like find the perfume again because I'm like, what does that smell recalls. like? Yeah. yeah. You know what? I kind of want to be one of those people that has like a, like a, a scent. Uh-huh. Like, I, I don't know. I change deodorants all the time. I don't wear cologne. Game I had a, I had a theory of just like, I'm going to be the watermelon uh, uh, Jolly Rancher guy. I'm just gonna always have watermelon Jolly Ranchers, <laughs> and so like people will start to associate that, that with me. But no, it, like I, I was gonna lose all my teeth. Just John Player standard cigarettes. You know what? I had a weird dries. moment of of uh, recall last <coughs> week. I was just watching videos on Reddit, and um, what kind of videos? You, well, well. Uh, anyway, uh, this one ended up in my feed, and I don't know how it got there. But uh, I don't know. I don't know how this got yeah, here. But it was. Um, <laughs> I've seen this before. Do you guys remember the show Sharon, Lois, and Bram? Yeah. Oh, I never saw it. Skin and rinky dinky dink, skin and rinky do. I remember that. I watched the video and just like, I must have been two, three, yeah. four when that show yeah. was No, on. it just sounds like a silly song. Yeah, but like, all these memories that I, there's no, I, I, they, they came out of nowhere, just like riding in one of those like tra- bike trailers with my dad and just like, like the carpet of my house that like if I were to have tried without that weird recall there's no way I could remember that shit I was like three or four years old but then it just kind of got all convoluted it was just so strange it's just yeah just Um, opened up this this another another weird thing that I experienced sort of like that is um, okay you know how in Thomas the Tank Engine 
Ringo Starr is the narrator, right? That show's fucking terrifying. It's a weird... Scared the shit out of me, It's a pretty man. weird show. If you the tone to of it. Dia Ringo Starr was the narrator. Ringo Starr was a narrator. But in the American version, you know who the narrator was? Oh. George Carlin. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you can watch the American thing, and it's George Carlin. And I don't remember actually watching the George what? Carlin <laughs> Thomas the Tank Engine. I seem to remember the Ringo one. I, 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 I watched the Ringo one, but... I must have seen a couple of episodes because there's every so often I'll be watching some George Carlin comedy and he'll say something that in a certain tone of voice that like makes me like think of childhood and like watching oh, wow. that show. That it's very totally misplaced. It's very strange. It's, he's not a, a <laughs> yeah. yeah. child-oriented dude. No. Yeah, he's like a like a, one of the dirtiest comedians ever. But. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. No, that show just really weirded me out. The trains reminded me of ventriloquist dummies. Really? The, the facial just, expressions were pretty. They're, like, they're very like like. Plasticine, rigid, like the, maybe they're. The, I don't think their faces moved at all except for their eyes. Yeah, they'd like swap faces out. They're always fucking terrified. They're always in these situations of peril, just like, oh, Bobby can't get out of the tunnel. Like, looks like we're gonna have to put him down. Like, what? <laughs> Jesus. I'm trying to. I'm trying to th- like imagine what a what a given plot line of Thomas the Tank Engine would be because there are there are trains on tracks. Trains on tracks, but like they, I don't know. They would have to like go up a mountain or something, and yeah. like the payload was too heavy, and like he was steaming towards the town, and like his mm. brakes weren't working. It, yeah, it was always a dramatization of like a like a like a train problem, like an everyday train problem <laughs> yeah. that might happen. But like, they all have pers- like, they all have distinct personalities. Yeah, and their faces would just be really animated and. Just just be like, oh my god, how is this happening right now? What are we gonna do? I want to watch one. I want to go back, watch a YouTube. I, I've watched. I don't. Like I don't honestly can't picture it in my mind what the show's actually like. But I remember all of these qualities. What's going on? Oh nothing. Just my uh, the, my headphones are a little weird. They keep fucking Headphones, okay. little weird. So I was yeah. talking a little bit about um, last night. Last night. And um, dart fights. The dart fight. Yeah. That's that awesome. was more fun than I'd had. In a really long time. I what, like woke up today, and I'm like, I need to go buy a Nerf gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know when the last a, time I played with one was. I need a, like, a Nerf machine gun. Zubin's the man. <laughs> that guy's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's good shit. He, he looks a lot like Joaquin Phoenix. What? Yeah. Really? Specifically in Inherent Vice. I don't know if you guys have oh, seen this okay. movie. Oh, okay. Well, he has the longer hair. Isn't yes, he? Is, yes. he uh, is, I... I don't think I've met him more than maybe twice, but he is like a darker skinned dude, right? Darker skin, kind of portly. Right. Yeah. yeah. yeah Long yeah. hair. Yeah. Yeah. Be- beard and yeah. yeah. Beard. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. kind of silly. Yeah. 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 He reminds me a lot of Joaquin Phoenix's character. I forget the name. Um, um, in that in that movie. Doc Sportello. That's the one. I haven't seen the movie, but I remember that's his name. It's a great movie. You guys should watch it. Is it? You're I want to see it. It's I've, a great movie. I've I'm heard mixed things, but, but everything that I've I'm heard. I'm afraid it's going to. Everything, I'm not gonna like it. Well, Shatter all your illusions. Well, yeah, I've heard I've, I've heard a lot of mixed things about piece. it, but all of the mixed things, even the people that have t- told me like it's weird, it's too kooky and crazy. I like that. I was like, that sounds really appealing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think you guys would enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. Did you guys watch the game tonight? The game. I was too tired. <laughs> I yeah. I got home from work and I just like watched some more porn fidelity. <laughs> that's perfectly fair. yeah apparently this like really it's awesome a, it's a good porn, porn site it's a good porn site porn, you don't have to pay for it porn fidelity well you don't have to pay for any porn really if you go to the right website well I don't about. know there's some there's some tough stuff to find I watched a lot of trailers on the website yeah I can't do that just no no no, no. I actually joined browsers for a couple of months no I really? know 
I know. I was really jealous that I didn't get one of those passwords. But I think I'm going to get it from a guy I know. I think he can hook me up with a password. See, yeah, that... So. I don't know. I feel like having a... a, a, a I had a, an account with Digital Playground You don't even jerk off anymore. You have a fucking... Well, no, but that's the thing. But like lady, at the same time, like he's got a lady. I I am so close most of the time to just like dropping money on an Oculus Rift just so I can do like the virtual reality porn. Yeah. Like I like sure the what other what other great, but, of the Oculus? But, what other mechanisms? Well, yeah, what else are you <laughs> ride a roller coaster? What other mechanisms are there? What do you mean? Ride a roller coaster. <laughs> For, what do you mean mechanisms? Like. If you're watching Oculus Rift porn, are you just jerking off? So, there's you, a lot of you, different you, things you can do. you get a flashlight? So, first of all, there's this one called, there's a site called Virtual Real Porn. And what they do is they have uh, this three... You, you talked about this. You've actually done this before. You like, made a DIY Oculus oh, Rift yeah, with your I mean, iPhone. Oh, yeah. Just for your phone. Anyway, th- yeah, but that was like... I, don't, I know <laughs> we've talked about this before, but like the shame, immediate shame after you come. Like, so I came... And realized I had my phone fucking like strapped to my face with a tensor bandage, just like <laughs> this is this is too much. So I, I literally tore it apart right after. I was like, I'm never Whoa. gonna do this again. I had the same feeling when I had a flashlight too. I was just like, no, can't, <laughs> can't do this. What to, the, with the the flashlight? There's like that though that time that you would spend washing it out after. That to me is dishwasher or something like. I, I was at my parents' house at the time, the so like literally, no. I had to use like the removable shower head on jet to just like, <laughs> and it makes a fart sound when water, water runs through it. So, it's just, <laughs> <yeah>. so, <laughs> so bad, but no. So for this VR porn, this guy, uh, uh, like the, the the actor, is wearing a 360 degree camera. So the Oculus Rift has a uh, Rift has a gyroscope and a head tracker. Okay. So as the porn's going on, it's not just like whatever the camera moves you see in your eye, you can move your head around and look around the room. Like, look down at her pussy or, like, look up at, like, her receding hairline or whatever. Whoa. And, uh, yeah, that's my stuff, man. That's my stuff. VR grannies. Bald girls. But, uh, no, and so there's that. And then there's this one called uh, V-Stroker. And so with V-Stroker, it's like a flashlight with these weird sensors in it. So as you move it, it, like, the video plays in time with your movements. So, like, if you're going slow, the video, like, does the exact same motions of, of you moving. Uh, and then weird. there's these weird Japanese ones where, like, you literally just stand at this, like, it looks like a like what they'd have at a, at a, at a sperm bank in the future. You just stand there and it just goes, <laughs> like, fucking uh, vacuum from the Teletubbies or something. Jerk tech. Jerk oh, tech. Well, have you, have you heard of teledildonics? Individual. Yes, I have. Teledildonics. One of the worst words Have you heard ever, of this? No. What's teledildonics? So, you have, you have two... <laughs> so, you've got uh, two Listen, pieces Gypsy. of equipment. you got a, you got the dildo and you got the flashlight. Right. And so, they're both... Um, they're, they're connected. And it's unfortunate that, like, the, the, the woman does, like, the work. So, say you're on opposite sides of the country, long-distance relationship. Okay. You are wearing this, like... Basically, like, this dick sheath... And the woman uses her her vibrator or her, you know, uh, dildo. Oh, that's hilarious. She can use her hand or a pussy or whatever. And so the motions that she uses yeah. goes across the internet and then, like, onto your dick. So it's very strange. There's also this thing that's called the so Wii Vibe hilarious. 4 Plus, 
which is this <clears throat> this it's like a clit and G spot vibrator, so it's shaped like a U and you stick it, it like in and then it like so it vibrates on the clit and on the G spot. You're supposed to be it's like a couple's vibrator, so you can still fuck her while she's got the the vibrator on. Okay. But it's they've got an app. So like the video commercial for this app is like the girls at work and the guy's like, Hey, I miss you, baby. Like put in your Wii Vibe four plus. And then, he, and then he controls and it. And so with his phone, it's a, and it's like this stupid, like oh, so over graphically designed app too, where it's just like like little sound waves and just like like sh- silver knobs. And so you like turn up the level. I love like, those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it adds so much. Effect yeah, and so she's like, like yeah. at work typing, just like ah ah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is great. Thing in now. Yeah. I actually th- I saw a video. Put in your wee vibe. <laughs> I saw a video of um uh just on YouTube. The, it was like a bridal party uh in New York or like a you know a stagette, and so the the wife to be apparently was wearing one of like some kind of electron or remotely controlled vibrator, and as they're walking down the street, like what her bridesmaid or one of her friends just like randomly cranks it, and so she's just walking down the street and just like. Just go cross yeah. every so often. Yeah, yeah. That reminds That's... me of that South Park episode where uh, it's it's. I think it's Stan or Kyle's like, I, I'm getting the John Elway football helmet for Christmas. <laughs> I looked at my mom's closet last night, and Cartman's like, I know what I'm getting for Christmas too. I looked at my mom's closet. I'm getting the Ultra Vibe Pleasure 2000. <laughs> He's like, what is that? He's like, I don't know, but it sounds pretty sweet. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ultra Vibe Pleasure 2000. That's the thing, man. Apparently, the best <laughs> ones are like the the back massagers, the Hitachi one. Hitachi wand. Apparently, it's, it's, like, Hitachi it's, it's a problem. You plug massages. it in. Well, no. Apparently, there's like a there's like a an issue with that in term. Also, in term, if you talk about um, what was the term? The death grip. Like guys right, jerking you can't, off too much. They can't get women, off without women, anything else. Yeah, they get totally desensitized to anything besides their Hitachi wand. That's wand-y. so funny. That's so silly. That oh. that'd be awful. Yeah, that'd it would be, but it's almost just like well. Whatever. Well, then I, just use your wand. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's probably the problem with like a ton of those ridiculous futuristic yeah. dildos. Yeah. Like the space rabbit or whatever, where it's just like rabbit ears tickling. It looks like foot. a fucking hamster cage. Have you like, seen the ones the, with like the, with ball bearings tubes. in them? No. Jesus Christ! I don't know. I was in a sex shop and there was like uh, like it looked like a rabbit, so it had like this weird. It had like an anal tickler and then like the G spot tickler, and then it had like a rotating head, <laughs> but like. <laughs> It was translucent, like an old Game Boy Advance. So, like you know, see. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the entire shaft was made up of little ball bearings. So, like right. it was just like, whoa, that's terrifying. That's terrifying. Jeez. You stick that in your genitals. What if it goes wrong that's, and like rips you up? I I mean I don't know that's, I don't know. Maybe that's half the thrill. I don't know. Sex toys just crack me up every time I see them. <laughs> every time I hear the names, so these toys. people yeah. give these all these toys. Yeah, yeah. It's so hilarious. Doc Johnson. <laughs> There's so much thought that goes into it for it to, and they end up with like ultra vibe. Yeah, 5, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's put in a space rabbit. <laughs> like, yep. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, how are you going to stand out against the competition? You got a line of like different size, like anatomically correct. Or impossibly proportioned, like dildos. It's like, how are we gonna stand out here? I don't know. It plays like uh, it plays Beethoven's Ninth as you're fucking yourself. <laughs> so many gifts. So many gifts. Right, right of the Valkyries. Yeah, yeah. exactly. How do you guys feel about having sex, uh, sex while music is playing? 
plus. It's a necessity. It's a necessity. It 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 it's weird. I've developed a habit because I've always lived with roommates. Yeah. So I feel like it's less rude if you're gonna disturb the peace. It's less rude to disturb it with really loud music. Yeah. Than really loud sex. Oh, I agree. So now it's like I can almost not have sex without music playing. Hmm. Like I I do. You're like something's missing. Yeah. It's like, well, do I really sound like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. I probably develop vocalizations of like a deaf person because they can't hear the noises right. that they're making. So yeah, it's right. just like, so you're just like, yeah. Oh, I turn the music oh, off. And like, oh. <laughs> you ever had sex with somebody with like, like made really, really weird okay. noises? The girl that I'm currently seeing makes the weirdest fucking noises. Really? Have you talked to her about it? No. That's like a weird topic to I bring up. What, is, what kind of noises? It's like something between a squeak, a squeal. Is, it, like, is she Asian? She's not Asian. Oh. She's like just full blown Italian, but she's like, like grown up. Mamma mia! But it's like it's like a like a like a like does she have an Italian accent? No, she's like she's grown, raised in Toronto, so okay. she's like she's pretty English. Right. Her Italian isn't even that great, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's I can't I can't even replicate it. Every time it's like I like I shrink a little every time I see oh, it, no. and I'm like, all right, I'm putting the music loud this wow, time. Wow, <laughs> yeah. I Just more a lot more kissing. What about you? Um, I've never experienced anything like that. I did recently have <laughs> sorry um, <laughs> it's, okay. Yeah, it's okay, it's okay. A girl who she she wasn't like making weird noises, but she was really loud. She's like, yeah, yeah, harder, harder. <laughs> See, there's yeah, there's a threshold of like that's like, hot to be like really. I was like, whoa, <laughs> I've never experienced. You're really good. This is no, I, well, <laughs> I wasn't doing anything crazy, but that was that was interesting. The, I, I've never had. She's like, like, I like it rough. <laughs> harder, harder, harder. Ah, ah. Shh, Mike's sleeping. Yeah. No. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, but no, I, I, I've never had like a really particularly weird. But the ones that weird me out are the like, the groaners, like panting, great, or like yeah. sharp inhalations of breath, yeah. mm, spot on. Yeah. I'm into that. Yeah. But the like. Like, yeah, exactly. And then, like, it, it, it like works with the like, you know, if you like, it's like, rain dance. What I love, what's really funny from the other angle of the roommate, uh, who's being not disturbed, but you hear, you know, in the other room, there's loud music playing. It it's not a fail safe system because. Usually what happens when I'm in, I guess, the living room off where there's a bedroom off of there is I'll hear the music, but then every so often there's like a quiet part of the music or like, like something <laughs> drops out, changes. like something drops out yeah. or the song changes. Yeah. And there's always like, and then there's a moment where somebody's making a noise and they don't always line up. So it doesn't happen that often, but sometimes there's a quiet moment and then you hear like a, ah! <laughs> or something that's, I don't know. Yeah, I, uh, I learned I guess I was going to say very early on, but not early enough. But uh, to um, never put your library on shuffle when you're having sex. So I put my whole library on shuffle. (laughs) And it worked at the time, but I had um, Jesus Christ Superstar, the album, on my iTunes. Oh, no. Okay. So 
like randomly like like it was like in the heat of the moment it was like about to it was gonna happen for both of us and then the Mary Magdalene song came on like I don't know how to love him I did, I did a simi- like, I did a similar I did a thing I, like, mm, I did a similar man. thing once um and I'm, I I forget if it was on shuffle or just like the song came on for some reason or we were listening to it before I don't know but it was the ant word started playing and I was like this is too this is too much it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and well, the, and the other thing is, once I tried to bone to. Dirty boy, six more. I think you drink and I like you. Uh, was like That's Marvin, you Marvin Gaye's. Let, yeah. <laughs> put on the strobe light. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but trying to have sex to let's get it on. Oh, Jesus. It's impossible. That's, well, that's yeah, it's just a joke. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's the most cliched thing. It's like what you put on in a comedy when people are having yeah. sex. But you know what? People used to get down to that shit. I know, they did. I know. Any it other Marvin Gaye is fine. shit ever. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure when that came on, a lot of babies were made. A lot of bushes burned. Oh, yeah. You guys ever had sex with a black girl? Never. No. I want to. I want to try. I've started like swiping right to all the black girls I see on Tinder, just so I can have an experience. Swiping right yeah. to all the black girls. Or left. <laughs> I forget which one is like. But right, right. I use the buttons, so I don't. Okay. Oh, okay. You're speed dating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you still use that like um, mosaic view with that extra app? No, 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 like no, no. At a time, I, I think it was like, a bunk yeah. app because I. I, I it, it didn't. It didn't do any. It didn't produce any results at all. Huh. I think it was. A I can't believe you're still fucking using that. Well, do I have a story for you? I'd love to hear. <laughs> so, I've been dating a girl, uh, or seeing a girl over Just the last little dating, while. Man. Dating, whatever. I told you you love her. <clears throat> I, I, that's not untrue. <laughs> um, and so, what happened? Well, okay, the alcohol so, no, I'm. Sh- I, I, whatever. Okay. Whatever. Well, okay. Let me let me let me get into this. We're just gonna keep razzling you, Andy, and you're never gonna tell us. Yeah. Story. You love a girl. You gay. You what are you, what are you gay? Um, but um, yeah. So I, I met a girl on Tinder, and we were dating for like, I guess a month, month and a half, maybe, like a few 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 weeks. You're talking past tense, baby. What's um, happening? Sorry, that's my bad. Okay. Um, so I was really happy for you. How? Um, okay. So. Whenever I get into a relationship like this, or any relationship at all, there's always part of me whenever I, like, say goodbye at the end of a date, or, like, uh-huh. I'm saying goodbye, and I'm like, that's the last time I'll ever see her. <laughs> there's no way she's going to keep doing this again. She's gonna, I'm going to get yeah, a text message. Feeling. I'm going to get a text message saying, I'm just not in a place with my life right now, yeah. blah, 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 fun. this and that. It, yeah. was, it was fun, it's not, or whatever, and I, it'll be it. I'm just like, that's true. And it's a total defense mechanism. Of course. So that when it does happen, it can be like, I was right, you know? Yeah. I knew yeah. it. See, yeah, huh? Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah, right, huh? Hmm? Yeah. So <clears throat> I, always, I always sort of have that. And this girl, I like her a lot. She's really a really nice, fun person. We have really good sexual chemistry. And I just enjoy spending time with her. She's not like one of my friends friends necessarily who like challenges me and i have like right you know it's not like that but it's it's we're very compatible and we like watching goofy shit in the end and just like relaxing and sure, unwinding yeah, together that's great you know so that's cool and then <clears throat> so let's see i came back from toronto and i saw her once i just like came to her house hung out for a while but then she had to get came up early i had to leave and then I walked. The sex jokes I'm never ending. <laughs> I walked out of um, 
her place and I had that I didn't I, as, as a relationship like this goes on and on that feeling of like this is the last time it, 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 fades. it fades away it, it becomes fades. more of more distant you yeah. know yeah. no more yeah. distant echo I still felt it a little bit uh, and I, I it's still like every other time that we have uh, like a text conversation or like I, I'm wondering like I don't know does she really want to see me am I, do I have to like coerce this am I like pushing too hard I have to like not respond just like try to seem cool or oh, something wow. but i don't i don't okay. i don't think that it doesn't really affect my behavior that much but it's always sort of in my mind right. of like okay. i don't want to seem too blah blah whatever <laughs> um and it, it's funny and it never when it, any paranoid assumptions i have are never the case she's always like really happy to see me and we always we have, have lots like, of these by the way excellent um and it's always like really great mm-hmm. and she's always like ah i don't go and blah 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 everything like that uh-huh. um and so okay uh so I saw her this one time. This was like two days ago. And then I texted her yesterday. And I said, do you want to party tonight? Uh-huh. And she said, party? <laughs> and then I was in the middle of something. And then I, I texted her a couple of hours later. And I said, uh, what, are you, what are your plans tonight? And she says, um, uh, work. Just the word work. And I was like, oh, okay. What time do you get off? And then no response. And then I texted her, where, about where, five minutes. Uh, where, where are you? Like, what are you, where, where, like, where are you at? What are you doing? No response. <clears throat> I text her today while I'm at okay. work. And I say, um, are you dead? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Was and it R, letter U, D-E-D? I, I think I spelled the full word R. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and then she says, I don't know. I can't answer you right now. What the fuck? Yeah. Have you so- spoken to her since? And I'm like, well, what? and I'm like, what happened? Are you okay? Like, what's like, were you in a traffic accident or something? <laughs> like, what's going on? And she's like, um, what did she say? I have, like, I don't want to get into it, but she, she's like, uh, it really hurts, but I, I can't keep seeing you. No. Yeah. What? What? This is today? This, so this is, uh, well, I'm at work today. No fucking way. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And she's like, <laughs> and yeah. So what? Okay. And then I was like, wait, what? I can't. I don't understand. It was. It was kind of unclear what she was saying. It was. Sure. She was like, I guess. Like, I guess I'm okay. I don't. I can't. I don't think we can. I can't see each other. You right now. What? I, 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 for some reason, I thought like, like right now, like, right now, or yeah. Like, like she's making it sound like right now. And so, so I'm like, but I, my reading of it is like something happened. Like I don't know. Was yeah. she raped or something? Like what happened? Like what? Something must have happened, she and so I, I go outside of the restaurant because I'm not gonna like make a phone call while I'm doing dishes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in the back alley, there's a job that I have to do, which is breaking down all the cardboard and putting it in the recycling sure. bins. Sure. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do this now. And while I'm doing this, I'm gonna I'm gonna phone this girl. And so I phone her, and she answered the phone, and she says, "Oh, I have to go to work right now." And I was like, "Wait, just what 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 was going on?" Yeah. And she's like, "Something happened with my ex." And I still, I still have feelings for him because like he broke up with me and I just need to take a step back and I don't want to, I can't see you anymore. You should kill him. Yeah. You should. And so, well, fuck that, man. Yeah. And so what she said was, I, like, I I can't see you. And then it was like period. And then like for the moment. So she's kind of being like, maybe again, but yeah. Ah, well, and I was you're like, in remarkably good spirits. What I the know, fuck? right? You're like, you're like telling this story and you're like laughing well, but, about but, it. But, but, you know why? 
Why? By fucking defense mechanism. I'm like, ha, see, I knew it. I guess it, I mean, <laughs> holy shit, it works. Oh I, my God, man. That's, well, that's like, I No, I was, I was you. sad. I'm sad. I'm not like, did oh, I, did I, did I, did I love her? I don't know. I don't know what that means. I said the words. Um, I get, I get, I'm a very, you know, like affectionate person and I'm yeah, really emotionally yeah. involved, you know? And I've been thinking a lot about that lately, especially doing that show Ernest and Ernestine yeah, about like what okay. is what does it mean to actually be in love, and like the things that you feel when you go through a breakup, even on something that's as on a small scale like this. It's like, what am I losing? Like, am I I'm losing this person from yeah. my life? But a lot of you're losing that high of being quote unquote in love, which is, <clears throat> I think, the feeling of somebody wanting you. Yeah, making yourself want, feel like you're worth something. You're worth yeah. something. You're yeah. desired. You yeah. are wanted. You like have this somebody else who is like sort of gratifying you and yeah. making you yeah. saying like I love you. Like it's you know, and it's that's the feeling that I think in the beginning of relationships like when you're in the honeymoon phase, yeah. that's what you're both high on. You're both getting yeah. off on that feeling of having somebody else like yeah. acknowledge and like well i mean it's like the romeo juliet thing like right. being in oh, love God, with yeah. the idea and of you're in being you're in, love, in love, you're yeah. love with you're in love with the idea of, of love and you're in love with the the feelings that you get when somebody uh feels that way about you sure. somebody's attracted yeah. to you you know it feels good and so that when you lose that that's the the loss i think in a relationship like this yeah but i think when you're in a more of a long-term relationship eventually your your identity kind of becomes sort that's of true. one with this yeah, other yeah, person yeah. and then so when when that ends and that's probably that's that's, that's, that's maybe breaking, what like a more yeah. accurate definition of like love like true love might right. be is when you get to yeah. that sort of stage where you're like this person has entered my they life make me a better person and they make me around. a better yeah, person yeah. and it's not just i'm getting off because somebody's giving me attention and right. wants to be around me uh but it's like I am this kind. Of, we are kind of the one, you know. It's like yeah. it's like a un, it's like a union yeah. of, of sort of thing. And so when you know that ends, it's like a part of myself is dead, you know. Right. Whereas this, I guess I didn't really have that. I loved being around her, and I loved sure. like yeah. the experiences of and the feelings yeah. that I would get. And I I understand that like every she. she, she well, hey man, if anything, you're good at playing it cool, so she'll probably hit you up. No, yeah. that's 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 the only real play is okay. Well, yeah. What else are you gonna do? No, yeah. come back, right. you whore. <laughs> right. So, see, I'm really bad at that. So I guess I'm, really I'm trying to think that. like what happened. <laughs> like, what did she do? Like I guess she slept with her ex boyfriend or that's something. Probably. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's probably what happened. Definitely. Yeah. Anyway, you go to the Bahamas for four days. <laughs> yeah. Hey, at least I got one more in when before, I, when I, after I got back. Okay. Okay. Did you notice something was awry? No, it was the best yet. It probably happened like Friday night, like, 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 like while know. she was like that night. Yeah, yeah. Like, because if, if it was yesterday, because well, there was all this time where she wasn't you? responding. You know. Yeah. 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 But and, and, and then the, but like it was like early that day she was like, like party, like what is it? And then I didn't respond for a little while, and then I said, yeah, am I having a party with my friends? And then and it was at that moment that there was no response. Fuck. That's bullshit, man. Isn't that crazy? That's messed up. Well, uh, I mean, I applaud you for your reason cool, stance right now. Cool Jesus Christ! And, like being able to do. I with was. That. I How mean, long were you with her? like I don't know, a few weeks. This wasn't a big thing. No, dude, but it's been a couple months, man. It was a couple months, I guess. Yeah, are you kidding me? Okay, 
I don't know. I don't. I don't have to keep track of time. You sound. It sounds like it's more than a few weeks. Yeah. It sounds you like just, a couple, the couple way you, just, you describe the relationship, you're thinking about her. You're oh, like yeah. worrying about whether she likes. It's just blackmailing with pictures. How the best. Yeah. To send <laughs> <messages>. <laughs> I got some. Good thing, I'm not, good thing I'm not a total piece just of send, shit. Send like nudes of yourself <laughs> and just be like, this is what you're missing yeah. out on. Look. Yeah. There's. Oh. Don't you want this body? Okay. I thought. I thought about sending a text. I thought of sending a text message. That I, I didn't do in the end because this is a pattern that I have is when a girl sort of blows me off or breaks up with me, I start just sending ridiculous text messages and like making jokes, which is just like my. But it's just driving it into the ground in order to like. Driving it into the ground mechanism. more. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Yeah. It's like, ha I don't give a shit, blah, blah, blah. So what I was going to text was, or what I was going to text was, bad timing. I just got a really sexy haircut. <laughs> I didn't go, I didn't send it. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, looking back on. But, on the the breakups that I've had, Jesus Christ, I'm bad at that shit. I'm bad at it. Ugh. What is what is that? Really? What is that? Like that fear, or is or that? Well, it's not a fear. It's not just fear, like, but like that reaction. Like my reaction is like looking back. You've hurt like, people. And you well, have. yes. Well, <laughs> yeah. I've broken a couple of legs, but uh, no, I don't know. It's just like looking back, realizing that like. Almost that, like, oh wait, I'm the creepy bad guy in this situation. Like right. being being broken up with, and then like, oh god, I'm such an idiot. Like writing writing a song, and then like using the key that I still had for her place, and like leaving it on her pillow, what? like in CD form. No, just total like like serious borderline stalking bullshit. Right. Where it's just like I am completely not in the mindset of realizing what I'm doing and just like pure, pure, purely impulsively being like, wait, no, I can now acknowledge the reason why she dumped me because I am of a fresh state of mind. Okay. I just like, wasn't paying enough attention, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So she'll probably really appreciate this. And then getting a text being like, I need my key back. That was really fucking weird. Nice song, by the way. Like, uh, nice song, by the way. I mean, well, that's cool of her, but still. No, yeah, total, like, ugh. in that particular situation, it was kind of a vague breakup. We weren't really, t- like, uh, it was like, eh, well, let's just see other people, blah, 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 blah. Okay, okay. But, yeah, and then the most recent one, just like, well, you know the story of this, just being like, no, I just need to, like, I just need to become a better person, and then like she'll 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 realize oh, that like never the right no no it's not no. like the the only way to play it is just like the like true or otherwise playing of it as just being totally cool with it just being like okay okay sure that's the only way you can do it even if you're fucking not cool burning with it. on like, the inside like I say I say like I that's really disappointing I'm sorry that this is the case. I wish it wasn't blah blah yeah. blah but at the end of the day it's out of my control if that's the way you feel I'm, yeah. how, I'm just a exactly. fucking control freak that's the thing it's just like uh, no okay. there's some way that I can right. that I can you know uh, I, I hate to use the word but like manipulate the situation this. in order yeah. to right yeah. but you know then then I get out of that stage and I realize like okay no life goes on like it's probably for the best that this even happened yeah. in the first place like yeah. Jesus Christ yeah breakups suck have you guys ever had like a really bad breakup like a few people that i know always talk about the ex-girlfriend coma the and ex-girlfriend like, what coma coma because it's like yeah. it's so debilitating I've that been you in just a few like those. can't function for yeah, like yeah. a week yeah, yeah man, i've sucks. i've been dumped i had one mutual like i know everybody says mutual but like one truly mutual <laughs> breakup okay that was fine um then i got dumped 
and had the weird just like uh, then I did a dumping which yeah. was honestly kind of refreshing I was like doing oh, the dumping wow. is kind of nice like this is okay I'm fine like I'm obviously sad that this is over but yeah. like this is the right decision to make and that oh, like put everything into perspective too I was yeah. like oh wow wait a second it's not that I hate this person it's not that I think they're a piece of shit or blah 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 but then realizing like Anything she could have done, yeah. including the, all the things, weird things that I had tried to do to get somebody back, would work. Would not have worked. No. no. Anything she, it would have just made me less likely to ever consider being, you yeah. know, yeah. amicable with this person ever again. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like that Seinfeld member where it's um, George starts. It's like it's called the reverse, where George starts doing the opposite, or it's called the opposite, the opposite yeah. of everything that he would normally do. I and he starts oh. being, <laughs> yeah. he starts being like really successful. Yeah. I think it's that episode, or it might be something else. Anyway, his luck starts to change, and he uh-huh. becomes really successful. But meanwhile, Elaine, like, she gets fired, yeah, and her yeah, boyfriend yeah. dumps her, all this yeah. stuff. But Jerry stands completely in the middle, and yeah. he, like, loses Even 50 Stevens. bucks, but then finds one. Even Steven. And then there's a scene where he's with his, I guess, the girl he's dating at the time. And she's like, listen, I we can't do this anymore. This isn't working, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay. Yeah. She's all like, right. What do you mean? Um, what, what, what's wrong? Is what? What do you mean? It'll, no, it's, it'll all balance. I'll, I'll, I'll meet somebody else. Yeah, even Steve. Um, it was nice dating you for a while, and have a nice life. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! If only, if only. Seinfeld's such a great show. So good. I love who we got Elise on. Well, not we, but you managed to get yeah. Elise onto it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she she dug it. Oh, that's oh, a great show. Fair. How can you know? It is. It is. It's a truly, truly great show. So anyway, I was like scrubbing dishes. <laughs> yeah. So okay, then I guess I'm not gonna be as you know a- uh, adamantly against you tindering. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you've been rebound. adamantly against him tindering in the past. Well, it was well, al- it was also it was also kind well, of like there was a moment where there was a problem. It was a problem. Well, I don't know. You were seeing this girl, and I just thought, like, why, what? What are you? What are you? What are you doing? Focus, man. Um. Well. I'm, I thought about that. But what happened in this relationship, we never, like, we started seeing each other quite sort of casually on Tinder. Yeah. We would date. We'd, we wouldn't even, like, really do anything. We'd be like, do you want to go to a bar? She'd be like, we could. Or you just go to your house and screw. Like, right. I'm like, that's what I like to hear. All right, <laughs> that's yeah, what I go. was hoping for. Yeah, right. um, Skip all the platitude. <laughs> yeah. So, but it was never really defined. Like, I asked her, like, are you seeing anybody else? And she's like, no, I only can only see one person at a time. Huh. And she asked me, are you seeing anybody else? I said, no, which was the truth. Right. I, I hadn't, I had, at the time, I like had, I was talking to her and like, like three or four other people on Tinder. <laughs> right. I got phone numbers and stuff. Sure. And she was just the one that I happened to go out with. Right. And then, yeah. and then it's just like a matter of there's only so many hours in the day. Yeah. You're I mean, you date all these other women. <laughs> I don't have time for all these women. <laughs> yeah. But it was never like, we are a couple. For We're sure. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were always yeah. kind of vaguely dating, seeing each other, whatever yeah, yeah. it is. So, I never felt like I was necessarily confined to the right. one person. Right. So, and we never had that conversation of yeah. like what I I wanted to bring it up. I was like, "What do we do? What is this? What are we? What? That's what a are weird we? conversation, yeah. though. I feel like it's yeah. best played on MDMA. That's not a bad strategy. I feel like it that's the way to do to it. Has to be. You have to be with someone that does MDMA. But it's, why? What is? I, I don't know. I feel like and um. You know Alexander Shulgin, yes? No. He, the in, the inventor of MDMA. Oh, um, okay, yes, yes. So he sorry. wrote uh, like tryptamines I've yes, known and loved, yes, etc. Yes, yes, yes. So his he he and his wife um, would he called it the zero calorie martini. So you know they would just have people over for dinner parties and do MDMA and just like yeah, it was just great, happy, happy, happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. 
And um, so he said, like, when whenever he had friends that were in relationships yeah. uh, and they were having issues, his thing was like, just each take half a pill, half a dose of MDMA alone, have dinner, listen to music, and talk about it. And so there, there was a couple times, I mean, both in, uh, in relationships that ultimately failed, but, uh, I mean, it kept it alive for, for a little bit longer where that would be it. There, like, there was something going on, like something that I did that bothered her or something that she did that bothered me, and you, you just take MDMA together. And the same thing that you have with friends, too. Like, you know, I, I've found myself in situations where I'm, like, with a friend that maybe had a falling out or even just we don't talk to each other as much yeah. anymore. It's just like it's so much easier to bring up these these things that kind of lie in the background like oh yeah I know yeah. it was like kind of shitty for me to, to like move the couch on your birthday and yeah. blah 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 yeah. but because you, you're coming from the like happy exactly MDMA place <laughs> you're but you still euphoric. kind of uninhibited exactly, exactly. you're right. uninhibited so you can talk about these problems but also with kind of like the, the rose tinted glasses of the drug itself right. yeah. so I mean I've, I feel like that that's the fucking way to do it you know the so then, I, what happens in those situations when you're like, "What? What are we doing? Like, what is this? What happens when you do that on MDMA?" More just like acknowledging the fact that the only reason you don't want to bring it up and admit how you feel about somebody else is right. the fear of being hurt by yeah. them not feeling the same right. way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, it was it was I was just curious what she thought about it because I got, I did get the sense that she wasn't necessarily she wasn't that like she obviously you know expressed a lot of like interest in me and like love right. spending time with me and all this stuff but there was there was she always like, was like there was always kind of like DJ at the back dick. at the back of her mind i guess she was kind of keeping me a little bit at arm's length sure like maybe emo- emotionally or something yeah yeah and i was i'm fine with that I mean, were there just, ever any instances where you would hang out and not have sex um like you'd never just hang out during the day and right Mm, no maybe once but it right. was because we were both busy at night but we saw each other day like right. early early though yeah, yeah and like well there'd be times where we like only had sex once and we like ran out of condoms so right that was disappointing but Man, fucking liquid band-aid <coughs> saran wrap ziplocs just, just a balloon <laughs> um i hate running out so of and i guess that <laughs> and, I, and i guess i guess that's why because you probably had some left it like ripples of something. From yeah, her, yeah, like, yeah. I don't yeah. Know, whatever. I didn't really. I, I she told me the story, but I didn't. I don't know. I didn't get the sense mm. that she was still like holding up for him necessarily. But I guess she was. But. Yeah, you it's, know, I had to have that conversation not recently, but like with my current girlfriend. We uh, we ended up having that conversation. Wasted as fuck. That was like not a good idea, but uh, ended up having the conversation. But the the, you know, she brought it up as just like. Yeah, like, don't worry. Like, I know what this is. I know, like, I know what this is. It's just like, we really like having sex together, but, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. The, the problem was that I was, like, also sleeping with her friend. So that <laughs> was kind of weird. Okay. But, like, okay. I don't know. But then, like, hearing hearing somebody talk about how much that was, like, not a problem for just having a sexual relationship with somebody, but then learning that she had kind of developed feelings. I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. Like, it's like, okay, wait, let me just acknowledge the fact that I also am feeling these feelings about you. And I'm just being like a self-destructive asshole. Okay. So, and and that was the point where it's just like, okay, well let's, let's do this thing. Let's, let's actually make this more serious. Yeah. Which the day after felt kind of weird because it was almost like the, like, I don't know the, the story of like two people have a, like a huge fight and in order to resolve the problem they're like let's just get married 
was like, oh, okay. You know, but like, no, it, it, it worked out. <laughs> No, let's just have kids. Like, yeah, let's just let's, let's have let's, a baby. I feel like that'll really bring us back together. Yeah. yeah, we need kids. Yeah, yeah. Let's have a non-refundable human being. We'll just drop this in, and it'll make everything okay. Versus the refundable human beings. Yeah, you, I mean, oh, well, adoption. <laughs> Hi, I'd like uh, fifty dollars back <laughs> on this baby, please. Yeah. It's 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 fucking shitty as hell. Yeah, it's in decent freak. condition. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't scream. It's not mint. I just I can't take this baby. Yeah. I need. It doesn't a, scream because vocal cards aren't fully developed. Because uh, popped out a little too early. But exactly. Yeah, eh. those preemie babies. So moral of the story: Tinder is open season, baby. Well, it's you're really, a pro at that, really man. Yeah, it really is. You're a pro at that. It really is. <laughs> this guy kills it on that on that app. Oh, I've heard. Girls that I've I would never meet in any other like way. That's in the my beauty life. of it. That's yeah. the crazy That's part. The beauty of it. And I guess yeah, there's so there's so much less on the line, you know. Right. It's like you, I don't know, the typical way to meet somebody like at work or like a mutual friend. It's like an organically developed yeah relationship. Yeah, it's like yep. you almost like when when you're in one of those situations, it's almost like harder to get to the level where you're able to say like, okay, we're sleeping together or we're seeing yeah. each other. Yeah, because you know that if you fuck it up or if it fucks up in its own, you you don't you don't have to. Oh, that's actually the beauty of it. Is that you don't, uh, like, if it's a case where you all have the same friends, you don't have to deal with that situation if you inevitably break up. It's like, I've dated girls on Tinder that, and we've stopped seeing each other, yeah. and I imagine this is how it's going to play out in this case. It's just like they just vanish into the ether. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I never that was hear, fun. I see you their Facebook see posts every once in a while, and usually hide them, because I don't want to see that. Yeah, good but, point. Yeah, you can, you, can, you can just delete them off your phone. Or delete them. I don't know. I don't want to defriend anybody, but... Oh, they don't notice. Nobody gets a notification. I mean, like you just got defriended. To be, to be fair, like, yeah, but they might want to look at like your, the photos of you for some reason or something. Or like, I I do sometimes. I'm like, hey, well, remember what she looked like? Yeah. yeah. I, I actually okay. Yeah, I probably wouldn't delete them either. It's kind of nice. I just to hide go them back. on my timeline. That's yeah. all. You got you guys. Everybody does this. They go back to like their old exes and like old girls that they yep. on and just be like, how hot are they? Now? Yep. How is smoking? <laughs> and sometimes they're yeah. like, it's like, whoa. And then not you, at you all. like go through yeah. their like photo albums and find like the beach yeah. album and just has like, she yeah. been to the beach? Yeah. <laughs> you just gotta make sure not to click anything. Honestly, yeah, that's exactly. the, I was exactly. so oh, shit. I just liked a photo from two thousand eight. I was Jesus. so anti. This, this is gonna sound so fucking at four o'clock in the morning. This is gonna sound so fucking creepy, but I remember when first Facebook became popular in my high school. I must have been in grade eleven or twelve, mm. and. I didn't want to join it. That sounded stupid to me. Yeah, me too. Like, yeah. this is dumb. I don't want to join this thing. It's like MySpace. Like getting it's emails. useless. Everybody's doing it, and I'm a fucking contrarian, so I'm not going to have a mm-hmm. Facebook. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, imagine the masturbatory potential <laughs> of the has she this been to the beach question. the reason why most that's, go on Facebook. That's exactly why I joined Facebook. Yeah. yeah. The oh reason that nobody wants to admit, yeah. and even probably girls do the same thing. Oh, I'm sure they do. Yeah, it's I'm like sure let's get all our friends together and go look through photos. Oh, you remember that guy? Oh, Whereas oh, with me, it's like I'm by myself at <laughs> two in the morning. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Guys do it alone. Girls yeah. get all their friends together yeah. and be like, "Oh my god, that guy is so hot." Yeah, Jesus, <laughs> he's not hot, but he's sweet. But he's cute. But yeah. he's not hot, but he's cute. But he's sweet. Blah blah blah. I'd like to get like a like a. I just, I'm, uh, this is like my me revealing that I'm a total creepy motherfucker on it's this okay. podcast. But like, You're I'd love crazy. to get like a, a secret camera in a room where like girls are doing that, because that's like the you know the age old story. Just like 
girls talking, right. but like boys. Right. Mm. I want to hear. I want to hear what one of my sexual. Um, yeah, like partners. The, the story from what, their point yeah, of view exactly. to like entertain their friends. Yeah. To, not yeah, not even to entertain that too, but also like divulging like the perfect honesty exactly. without the fear of like my opinion. You know, right, right. It's never going to be the yeah. same as what they say. Yeah, yeah. I heard a funny joke. He about, had an ingrown hair like, on his dick. Yeah, it's like ribbed for her pleasure. <laughs> if you, if you're recently in a relationship and you're a girl and you're meeting your boyfriend's friends, you have to tell them what your name is. Right, but if you're a guy meeting a bunch of girls' friends, they all know the size of your penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? And I, I heard another one too. Like, if you haven't met your boyfriend's friends, you're not his girlfriend. That's pretty funny. <laughs> you know, that's very that's, true. It is. Yeah. It, that's is very a, true. it is a stage because I have seen girls that I would never have wanted to yeah. bring them around my friends. Right. Like, I don't want you, you know? around these people. Yeah, just like, that's question. my other thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Compartmentalization. Um, uh, I, I feel. Say? I feel that. Uh, I felt that a little bit about my current girlfriend because of her age. Right. But then, you know, slowly uh, but, but surely, but realizing that like she's she's totally cool. Everybody loves yeah, her. Yeah. That that is like the the response I hear most often. She's like, "No, she's cool. Don't worry about it. Don't worry yeah. about it." But you go home to your your other friends. You're like, Jesus Christ, man, this guy was doing robbing the cradle. Oh, I've met. I this is people are too caught up in their own nonsense then to think yeah, about that. Is yeah, cool. that's it. She is yeah, a cool. Yeah, girl. she's a cool girl. She, like like no lie, it's nice. Uh, the, the, we're we're not going home and be like that girl is so immature. <laughs> like oh my god. Yeah. Well, what also also like it? we're pretty like we're pretty I just <laughs> don't want anyone that challenges me intellectually. I just like whatever. We're, we're a pretty tr- chill. Group. Listen to what I say. We're a pretty chill group of people, and as long as you're not like obnoxious and annoying, mm-hmm. which she isn't at all. <laughs> yeah. No. And then that you're pretty much fine. But yeah. if you like to drink, even better. That's just yeah. like exactly. all you need, really. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Like to drink and can hold a conversation. Exactly. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. 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 So I, Andrew was telling me that you had some like chemical spill. So, so, okay. I work in a laboratory. Yes. Um, I'm a research assistant at a molecular biology lab at McGill. Um, I, I went into work today at like what, 8.30 p.m. doing one thing, <laughs> spinning down virus. Okay. And then a guy that I work with, we work on the same project, um, he left a note for me because he knew I'd be in on, on today and he right. was in yesterday. So he just left me a note and I didn't know he was going to do that. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'll take care of this. <laughs> Fine. So I just, I, I, fi- I finished the thing that I wanted to do initially. And then I go look to take care of his stuff. Um, and he had basically like, when we grow bacteria, we're trying to produce a lot of protein that we okay. can use for whatever purpose. And so when we have bacteria with a specific protein growing in them, we confer a certain antibiotic resistance gene to that bacteria. Okay. And he basically added an antibiotic that the bacteria he was growing didn't have resistance to. So he killed all of the bacteria <laughs> that he had started the day before. <laughs> and, and it's like... it. I basically had to start all of his bacterial cultures all over again. Shit. Which, yeah, took me another, like, 45 minutes on top of what I had initially planned on doing. So, yeah. Okay, so, if, for some reason, you decided, I want to kill a motherfucker. Bio-warfare. Bio-warfare? Bio-warfare. Oh, bio-warfare, okay. Could you? Yes. Interesting. I can kill some people with... 
eat too many things. I mean, acids and bases are really easy. Right. Like that's like just like just like you put a body in it, a bath of acid, and they're gonna they're gonna fucking die. Oh yeah, I guess. But could you do like a subtle, just like like an anthrax type attack? Yeah, send somebody an envelope. I could give somebody of a drink, right, and put a concentrated virus, which is what I was hired to make at this lab. So you that say a them. virus, but like a, a like a particular st- so, strain. So what I like, to, what I flu or whatever, what or whatever I really like to tell people when when I, they <laughs> ask me what I do is I was like my my current job I was hired to make AIDS. HIV and it's not even a joke. Right. Um, I don't work with HIV, the 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 virus itself. I work with a modified version. So okay. It's, com- it's actually very safe unless I put in a gene into that virus that is unsafe. So normally viruses work. They like infect a cell, blow up that cell after it's made a ton of new viral particles, and then all those new ones go and infect other cells. Right. And that's how viruses spread. Okay. Um, this virus goes into one cell, doesn't make new particles. So even if the cell dies, no no spread will happen. Right. Um, but if I program a virus to give somebody cancer, uh-huh. then they die anyway. They that that is a thing you can do. I can do that very easily. So, yeah, that, that's what always kind of intrigued me is that, like, cancer is basically... It, it, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it's something that, you know, other things can affect it, but it's basically just a natural, natural kind of overdrive on cellular reproduction. Yeah. Yes, the best the best way I can describe cancer is like it's a lot of scientists use the term the emperor of diseases. Okay, because there's not one thing that causes it. Right, it's it's, it's basically any mutation in your DNA. Okay, causing some defect in the way your cells normally work, um, but because you have 23 cr- sets of chromosomes yeah. each with all genes the mutation can happen anywhere in those 23 sets of chromosomes right. and depe- depending on where it happens totally different things can happen sure so there's no way to really identify one specific path yeah. to block that well that's the thing and it's, it's like a naturally occurring thing like cells reproduce so how are you gonna, yeah, how are you going to inhibit them from reproducing that's exactly yeah, that, that's, that's the thing that's, so like how do you find the cure for cancer there is no cure stopping for it, right? reproduction isn't or I mean, repro- at least like the reproduction of cells right. isn't the issue. Okay. That is that is very easy to do. Okay. Um, the problem is, um, so like cancer, like it, it grows the tumor and then it gets into your bloodstream and then it spreads to a different area. Right. You can kill the one tumor, but then it'll be in a, grow up in a different area. Right. And like you might have killed all the cells in that area, but you can never really be certain that there's no more cancerous cells in your body that are in your bloodstream going somewhere else and will form a tumor. And so that's why often when they like have their chemotherapy mm-hmm. or their surgery to get rid of a tumor, they'll go back in like say a few months later and they'll have another tumor. And okay, uh, so then so you can okay, so say you skin cancer, mm-hmm. melanoma. You can you can take the the cancerous part, the visibly cancerous part yeah. of your body, remove it. Say you've got a metastasized tumor or whatever, you remove yeah. that. But chemotherapy, so your chemotherapy, you're using chemicals to treat it. What are the chemicals actually doing this is the funny well, thing it's radiation right it's radiation okay well the, the chemotherapy um yeah it's, it, yes it's it's uh basically radiation like uv lights is one of the things that can give you cancer so <laughs> the best tool we have to kill cancer is by using the exact same thing that causes it okay except trying to target the cells that are cancerous huh chemotherapy our knowledge of how to target only cancer cells is nowhere near 
as well, thing, good as we'd like it. Well, it's the thing, because it fucks you up in general. Basically, what we're doing up. is like, so this radiation stuff causes cancer, but if we radiate your whole body, right. cancer will die, but also a ton of other stuff. Huh. And so what often happens is why you lose your hair, because all your like hair follicle cells die right need to regrow themselves wow um and often you'll have other problems happen or you'll just have like a completely different tumor jesus that you never would have gotten before yeah yeah. happen because you had such intense chemotherapy that's insane yeah so like i mean i get why i mean the you said cancer is like the emperor but so that you were talking about viruses before yep so I mean, they're they're always trying to develop new cures for viruses, and basically, like, I feel yeah. like it's almost like what the idea is that you introduce kind of b- of a benign version of it yep. to your white blood cells, so they can kind of learn how to yep. train That's themselves exactly to do it. it. That's exactly it. What makes a, a virus non-curable then? Couldn't any virus potentially be, you know, introduced to your white blood cells to say, like, okay, look at these guys, like this is. I well, mean, it's, Ebola or something. Or like HIV that, right? is is tricky because it, it's constantly changing, right? HIV, there actually are a set of um, drugs that cannot cure AIDS, right? But can stop the symptoms, okay, and actually help your immune system be able to defend itself, which right. is the problem with right. AIDS. Um, or because it isn't AIDS. Or, or that HIV, kills you, right? you get it's HIV, and then system. you get HIV is the virus. AIDS is the disease caused by HIV. Right. Um, so, so you can have you HIV, can, but you can not have AIDS. Yes. If you get if yes. you get AIDS, that's when you're in trouble. Most people who have HIV don't have AIDS. Right. Um, is either because it, it's it's. But if you do get the full blown AIDS, yeah. are you kind of fucked? Or nowadays. If you have the money or the ability... That South Park episode is so brilliant. I'm like, oh, it's the cure for AIDS. You just inject money <laughs> into your blood. <laughs> it sounds about right. It's, it's about right. Yeah. Um, these, these, these treatments are not cheap, and you basically have to be on them for the rest of your life. Wow. But it's like a cocktail of drugs that... Like immunosuppressant kind of shit? It's, well, AIDS is an immunosuppressant. Yeah. That's, the, that's, the, that's what the disease is. Right. It suppresses your immune system. So basically... Um, what this is doing is just kickstarting it. I think my knowledge on this is not as good as I'd like right, it to right, be, right. but I know there is a cocktail of drugs that people can yeah. take to keep themselves alive and not have to worry constantly worry as much as they might otherwise about other types of infections killing them. Like a basic See, that that's what's funny about AIDS is like I remember you know as I was doing sex ed in junior high, you know it was like early two thousands like you know, still in the wake of the AIDS epidemic, yep. right? And so people were still terrified of it. And now I feel like just in terms of like recreational sex, it seems like people don't even think about it that anymore. It's, it's you know, true. They think STIs, but like no, no one ever thinks like I'm going to get AIDS. You know, it seems like either people feel that it's gone away or that it isn't such a big deal anymore. I'm unsure as to like the, the zeitgeist about I it. I would... Um, I like STIs in general are never fun. I mean, if you can, you should try and avoid them. Yeah, obviously. Um, uh, yeah, everybody should care. Most yeah. people. There's no like do STIs care. that have fun side effects or yeah. something. <laughs> it's like your vision, your dick gets bigger. I know. You, you see, you see, like everything in rainbows. Yeah. I don't think so. Honestly, I would have AIDS now, not ten years ago, over syphilis. Hmm. 
Because it's it's treatable in terms it's of removing the symptoms. Treatable. You're still gonna right. die much younger than you probably would have otherwise. Interesting. But at least it, nothing's gonna happen to the way you think. Magic Johnson's still happens. going. Yeah. 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 He's still yeah. doing it. Yeah. Yeah. You can. Um, I heard a conspiracy theory that Magic Johnson was paid to be the spokesperson for AIDS mm-hmm. without actually ever having contracted it. You know, in order to make it known to people that it wasn't just a homosexual disease, yeah, to be the spokesperson to say like, "Listen, you can get AIDS as a straight person." He's playing. Who knows, man? Pa- Magic Johnson, maybe the moon's a, a hologram. Basketball players know. fuck it's, a lot. It's yeah. actually a not a bad idea because this is a story. Hey, you can only get it once. <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> this <laughs> this you is get it once you can give it a lot exactly yeah. exactly this is the gift st- that keeps on giving the, oh yes oh yes so many so many so many people you're just like oh, I have the best gift ever you're gonna love it <laughs> just wait I'm not gonna tell you about it you'll <laughs> you, find you, out you'll, it'll be a yeah. surprise don't you like surprises oh god um so so my cousin's wife who is currently a lawyer but used to be a high school teacher and she told once told me a story about teaching at a school in rural alberta um do you know exactly where i want to say near red deer okay yeah yeah um but i'm not 100 but i'm not 100 percent um and so she she was like just like a high school teacher and she happened to have to kick that over here oh sure yeah So she happened to have to be one year teaching sex ed to, uh, I don't remember the exact grade, but in any case, um, it's a rural town, um, Christianity's strong, the kids are taught by their parents, and so they generally just accept a lot of the religious values, uh, teachings, and preachings that they, that they have. Um, and uh, she said this was like the worst or hardest moment that she's ever had to try and explain something to it to a kid okay in all of her teaching years was trying to explain aids because as she she after like going into what the d- disease was how it was spread all those like details that everybody's aware of one kid raises his hand and he's like i don't care or understand anything you just said aids is a disease that god created to smite gay people when was this five years ago <sighs> Smite, See, smite, uh, gay people. That's that the was thing, the word man. used. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, it's so insane. It it is. It's <laughs> insane. It's so beyond. But you know what? Like I, I have, and I'm pretty sure both of you have met people that kind of fall into that bracket, and it's yep. just yep. fucking terrifying. Yep. Yeah. Like it's it's weird enough to see somebody who like pass their, their driver's license test and they're shitty drivers. But like to be a human being, a contributing member to society and believe this vitriol is really right. fucking scary, right. man. Right, right. I mean, granted, it was like a 14, 15-year-old. Sure. Maybe maybe they'll open their mind to well, other aspects of, of like disease later in life. What that just makes but me think about is, is just who their his parents are. Because exactly. he's just exactly. he's just repeating shit that they told them, right? Yes. Yes. So it's these fucking parents that. Are, yeah. It's like. Uh, I mean, you hope, especially you at like a, at a fourteen or fifteen year old, you know, uh, at, at that age, 
what you're supposed to be doing is trying to, you know, distance yourself from everything you've ever learned from your parents to try to create your own worldview. No. But there's the people that don't escape no. that part of their life and they just become, you know, well, um, the, same. the same shit. The same. It's ridiculous, man. It's. And I, I mean, I, I get the sense that you guys are both like me in the sense that you wanted to escape like your parents' little world bubble yeah. and do your own thing. Yeah, that's but why we're like, here. One thing that I've always like kind of pondered is how many people actually do that is that like what what is the ratio of people that would prefer to just follow the same path as their parents i mean or i think actually it try and step outside where they're from i think, I think it, it does too i actually from. agree yeah. with that yeah i think it depends highly on where they're from but like at the same time there's a lot of like people i, I i'm a suburbs kid right. and so a lot of my friends from elementary school and high school stayed and every time i go back home there's like there's a few people that I really enjoy spending time with, but there's most people. Yeah, I don't, because it's, it's like, just scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah I have the it's, same feeling when I go back yeah, to my hometown. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. you guys are nice people, but there's a reason I left this place. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like you're like I didn't want to become exactly what you have become. And it's like or they even become. they identify with the idea. It's like yeah. I'm going to try and do my own thing and make my own way and like yeah. get out of this bubble that my parents lived in and mm-hmm. just kind of passed on to me. But like at the same time from a like I guess a outside more outside perspective on their life it's like you're doing the same things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where like, are you how from? How do you by not see that Oakville outside of Toronto? Okay. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, I mean I I asked about the the rural Alberta place cuz I'm from Alberta. I'm from Edmonton. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. And yeah, I- exact same thing, man. Every time I go back home, I go back for less and less time. Right, right. And I see less and less people. Yeah. And it, it's just really that. Like people are doing the exact same shit. Yeah. And like in, in Alberta in particular, there's like, I don't know, a reasonable explanation as to why they would want to stay. You make a lot of fucking money. Yeah. You make a yeah. lot of money. Yeah. You don't need any Fort education. Mock. You just like, you can go make six figures you know screwing things into other things yeah and that's it and so like yeah i'll go back and these people are like you know they got a big truck got a lot of cocaine and uh, that's pretty much it but they're like i don't know and and it 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 sounds kind of pompous almost to be like i got out of it it and now i'm pursuing blah 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 whether it's education or just like cultural experience elsewhere when in fact i'm still in the same country i just Mm -hmm. moved to like the closest place to be you know to pretend you're not in your country yeah it's uh yeah it's strange man like the, the the flip side of this whole thing is like if i was out living outside my life yeah. Would somebody in that position be like, well, you're doing the same thing your dad did. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, how can you really even say that? And yeah, like, yeah. in a lot of ways, it's kind of true. Yeah. My dad, my dad escaped his parents' bubbles, like right. had his fun in Toronto instead yeah. of Montreal. And right. then like settled down, had accidentally started yeah. having kids. Yeah. I mean, people's lives generally follow it's, the pattern. You it's know. scary and interesting. And yeah. I've got a friend who, um, Actually, I've got a few friends who do it, all, all from Edmonton, in fact, that um, their they're normal now is just traveling the entire yeah, globe okay, okay. and being totally content with, you know, sleeping in a park mm-hmm. in like a borrowed tent or something like that. And I have so much admiration for people who do that because I look at the kind of escape that I made a few years ago from Edmonton. Okay. 
but it's not so far away, you know? Like, I've developed my own friend group here. Yep. And it's, it's a very similar thing, you know? It's just in a different place. Whereas these people are just, like, pure gypsies, if you want to call yeah, it that. Yeah, sure, Vagabonds, sure, sure, just sure. doing whatever the fuck. Bringing it, bring it yeah, all around. Devil may yeah. care. Yeah, it's... Uh, and that's great. And that's something that I, that I wish I could do, but... I mean, I wish I could do. I could do it if I wanted to, but I do have this sense lifestyle. of comfort. It's a hard lifestyle. You know, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I Maybe I'm just not that kind of person. I, I like having a semi-sedentary, you know, reliable friend group. That That's yeah. what's really important to me is having like a really good core yeah. group of people to, and I mean, to be around. And I mean, most people, I think, feel that way. Yeah, yeah. I, think that's, I think that's common. I think that's just basic, like sort of tribe think. Like, yeah, yeah. I want to have yeah. my crew. Yeah. yeah. Feel, yeah. Be a part of this community or whatever. Yeah. My, my my main thing is like I'm a person that like every like four or five years I happen to just like move go somewhere else yeah. I mean I'm I'm doing it this summer I've been here five years and I'm going to Ireland now cool um, but like what's in Ireland? medical school right um, yeah so I, I applied and got in and like it, it's just a trend that's been in my life every like four years <laughs> I go somewhere else yeah and it's like it's not like this is the first time I can honestly say that I've met a core group of people mm. that keep my life interesting enough that I'm actually sad I'm leaving because right. I think I could stay here a lot longer sure. and still get a lot more value right. out of the friendship without it becoming here, stagnant. Without it becoming stagnant yeah. and stale, and that's the first time that's ever happened to me. Huh. Normally, in my uh, every time that I have what, these like periods at the end of it, I'm just like, yeah, I got it. This is this is done. Yeah, this yeah, one is kind of like here. cutting it off. Yeah, I, I actually feel like I'm I'm the yeah. one like snipping it really early, and I'm like, this is really sad, actually. Yeah, but you know yeah. what? Give it another couple years, and you'll have. That's the thing. You always, it's like, uh, you know, that Seinfeld line you were talking about. Like, yeah, I'll meet other people. Yeah, exactly. I'll exactly. I, I, know, I know I'll meet other people. Yeah. And, and you know, it's not even a goodbye. It isn't. It isn't. Well, especially now. It's with not like, like, it's not like at the end of Lord of the like Rings where they're like going off to <laughs> elf heaven. Yeah. <laughs> elf heaven. Or whatever, yeah. wherever they go. To yeah. like the other world. It's like maybe it's I'll see you in another couple hundred years. But like, <laughs> no, man, you can go. I don't know. I, like these same people that I'm talking about, the, the reason that I know what they're doing, I'm not phoning them every couple of weeks no. being like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. No, I just see a little blip on my phone. Like, yeah. oh, this is a picture of me in Indonesia. Like, yeah. okay. And yeah. at any point, like, even when I go back home, at any point, like you can reconnect and it's like nothing has ever changed. You exactly. still have, you can exactly. talk like, oh, how was that trip to... Yeah. And that's, that's, that's the kind of people that I like trying to meet. Yeah. It's hard to find them, though. There's not that many people that you can actually do that with. Yeah. A, a lot of people, it's like, if you if you go away for a certain time, it's like, this is different now. Yeah. When... Yeah, definitely. It, it, like, in my opinion, it shouldn't really be. If you're still just a chill person that just is like, it's 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 about attitude. It's like, yeah, sure, I'm not part of your crew anymore. I guess yeah. I haven't been seeing you every, like, two or three <laughs> weekends party. Yeah. But, like... I'm still me. I'm still yeah. the same guy I was four years ago exactly. or whatever. It's like, like well, I'm ish. a bit older. I'm, I'm more mature, sure, yeah, yeah. but they are too. That's true. I don't know. I I, I, I don't know if I want to use the word argue, but I, I don't know if I am the same person that I was four years ago. I, I mean, obviously I, I'm me. I'll see that point. I, I'm, I'm still me, but like the the experiences that I've gained here in particular. Also, all your cells have died and recreated themselves. Well, seven years. Every seven years? Is that what it is? Apparently. Is that I true? Actually, I don't actually know. I don't actually know the number on how. Well, all your cells. I can't buy. I can't actually buy that because neurons last almost your entire life. Right. 
That's a good point. Okay, fine. That's Sorry, college point. boy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, <Yeah>. Speaking <laughs> Excuse of... Excuse uh, me. <laughs> speaking of... Most cells, though. I could believe that. Yeah, yeah. I could believe My that. skin cells. Yes. Um, speaking <laughs> of college, what what's up? Uh, I was talking with Mike, and this is just me, like, putting words in his mouth, I guess. But he was saying, if you got into NTS and Brown, you would choose Brown. Is this true? You breaking my heart, baby? Um, I don't know. I th- I may have said that, but I'm I'm kind of all over the place in terms of my thinking about it. Right. Uh, if I got into both, I would just probably do with more thorough investigation sure. of each yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the likelihood of that is. It's possible. Anything's possible. But right. Um, because what he was saying, and this this is all just fucking hearsay, but um. Is that in terms of you're an English actor, you're an English speaking actor. Yeah. So while NTS is essentially a better school, is what I heard, that being in the environment of Toronto in the theater scene there, yeah. that it would allow you to actually be working outside of school and really doing it. Yeah. I, mm, I could say, I don't actually know for sure if that's true. Like, there's something to be said for I think, like I'm in going to school in Toronto, yeah, and Toronto is where you work as an actor, if you are going to, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, that said, National Theatre School it might be the most reputable, like on paper reputable school in the country. Sure. I think for this type of program, okay. George Brown. I don't know that it has necessarily the reputation, but I know that their program is very intensive. Right and would give me everything that I want. Um, what and do you want? Uh, oh, just like like really really to do this discipline training, just hone your craft exactly. Right. Um, but National Theater School would be like that too. Thing about National Theater School that I've heard is from Arlen, who actually does a lot of work there. She, a lot of the people who go there are very young. Okay. Like um, straight out of high school kind of thing. Straight out of high school okay. or have dropped out of university. Within their that. first couple of years, to go to the National Theatre School. Okay. Uh, George Brown, I think, you j- tends to have more people who have graduated from some sort of BFA. Okay. The people that I know, that's what they did. Like Zara, for example, you know, and my other Mike Ruderman. Oh, wow, I've thought about isn't her. That, in isn't that funny? Yeah. Um, they both <laughs> go there, um, and yeah, apparently it's a it's a very it's just a very intensive program. Uh, in terms of, I think, the student base. And I've heard that they will, they, I don't think they cut a certain number of people, but if you are not really working, mm. you will, you, they will, they will cut you from the program after a semester. Wow. So it's like more competitive. I get a sense that it's more, uh, I don't know. I don't know. This is just sort of what it's I've scra- to scrapped together it from, yeah. scrapped together it from is. people that have told me their experiences. Yeah, yeah people's opinions about schools but those opinions might be outdated because this the schools change artistic directors this and that did you already have your second nds audition no it's may 4th and 5th okay okay yeah so i have an audition tomorrow tuesday well no i'm going to toronto tomorrow and then tuesday i have the audition and then and then the following like may 1st i have my bank the school one for the school in vancouver huh and then i have one for and then then is that just video like how do you do that no, you, you, they have people. They send they out have people. a rep. Yeah, I have to go oh, to okay. Ottawa for it. Yeah. Cool. Whoa, man. 
Yep. Traveling between the three cities. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's weird. It's funny. It's a weird time because like, and I, it's a, I'm at a point where it's like, like part of me really wants to go to school. That's, and thinks that that is my next sort of step in my way. Um, but my alternative isn't really that worse. Say I don't get into any school anywhere. If I don't get into school, I would, you know, have money saved from the summer yeah. and that I would be using paper school. I could use that money to travel. I can yeah. use that money to travel around like the United States and like yeah. go to Chicago yeah. for a month and sure. take a workshop yeah, yeah, yeah. or, and sort of, but the thing about that is like, that's sort of what I tried to say I would do over the last couple of years. Right. And I guess I did. Cause like part of that was creating, you know, chocolate mousse. Well, yeah, and all you got that a work. theater company. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's something to, yeah. that's not, that's it's not nothing. So, so I don't know. But um, it's it, it's weird like walking into these rooms because, it's like, I, there is there is part of me that kind of doesn't want to get in, you know. Right. It's, there's a, there's a voice in the back yeah, of my yeah. head that's kind of like it would be kind of cool if you didn't end up going to any of these schools. Right. Because there's yeah. then there's a world of possibility, right? Sure. Um. You know, but that's just one voice out of you know the other ones that are telling me that like if you take this seriously, this is what you should do. Yeah. You know. Um. So, but th- that having that voice in your head gives, puts you in a really relaxed headspace <laughs> yeah. for the audition itself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. You know, it's and almost it's like, like that same defense mechanism. Uh, yeah, but it kind of works. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's kind of like if if I'm gonna audition with all my heart, I'm gonna work and prepare, and but if I don't get in, I can do something else. What uh, what monologues did you do? You know, or are you doing for this one? For this one, I'm doing. I think I mentioned it the other night, but I'm doing. Um, one from the Daniel McIver play. Yep. This is a play. This is a play. Um, the concept is, it's like, it's a one-act play where you see actors on stage acting out this play, but instead of the dialogue of the play, you, you hear like the actor's interior monologues. Okay. So the monologue just goes, I enter with conviction. Okay. I take a position stage right. I'm sick with embarrassment. Not only did I trip on my big cross, but I'm not in my light. I find my light. <laughs> And it goes on from there. Uh, and then the other one is a Shakespeare one. Um, it's a cool speech from a play called Richard II, which is of those like history plays that lead up to Richard yeah. III. It's the first one. Okay. Um, and it's just a speech about from this young king, Richard II, who's like sort of gained power. He didn't. He just kind of fell into this sort of position. He's a young king, and he's not really like the best king, but he's kind of just like a like a guy. And right. so the speech is he's uh, been drawn into this war because he's he's not really doing a great job, and he has enemies, and he's going to fight in this war. And basically, his him and his everybody who's still with him is surrounded. And the the line of the play begins like, "For God's sake, let us sit upon the ground and tell stories of the death of kings." <laughs> and he's he just has this whole monologue. It's, like, it's very like sad and despairing of him like. Talking about kings dying before. Talking about yeah. like like and it's and the, and the whole idea of like what is a king? He's just mm. a guy yeah. in this position. Like With it doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah. Don't look at me like I I am just a, a human who just, yeah feeling who, inadequate who needs task. who like the line is it's so good. He's like I'm a mortal who um uh feels grief tastes want <laughs> or no, no no feels want tastes grief. And needs friends. <laughs> pretty much sums it up. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good line. That he's like, how could you, how could you worship this? You know, what is this? Yeah, so I'm, just, I'm just a guy. Why, so, why, why a, did you elevate me? Mm-hmm. 
Interesting. So yeah, so those are my two, and I have to sing a song. So I'm singing a song from okay, this musical. So that's where I'm at. But it's funny. It's like the nervousness isn't from I hope I don't fuck this up or I hope I yeah. get in or whatever. The nervousness yeah. is like the results of the next couple of minutes I'm going to spend in this room is going to change my whole life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's the weird part. That's the spooky bit. Yeah. You know? I can I can relate to that. I mean, I, I recently just went through, I mean, med school interviews are different than... It's pretty. It's pretty I, rigorous, though, right? It's pretty like you send it. I was my friend just finished all of his prereqs from med school. Okay, my friend in Toronto who I'm okay. staying with, and so now he's in the process of applying. I guess the, honestly, the application is very rigorous for almost any med school that you're applying to. The interview itself, depending on the school, Ivy Leagues are like pretty intense. Sure, I never actually had to do any interviews at like top tier universities, um, but the Irish schools that I that I did have interviews at. It was basically like one of the most relaxed, formal experiences I've ever had in my life. Hmm. The guy's just like, he asked me about my hobbies. He's like, tell me about your family. Tell me, tell me like what, what makes you happy? And, and I'm like, right. I'm like, okay. Like the, the idea. Have you ever done MDMA? I, that, that was a question that I'm glad you didn't ask. Cause yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an old. No, that's your answer. Like what makes you happy? <laughs> oh, oh, what are well, your hobbies? <laughs> what are my hobbies? Well, Drinks. I drink four times a week, two, two weeks out of every four. I'm probably on MDMA <laughs> and I want to save people's lives. Yeah. But I'll be happy doing it. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a great time. Just hire me as a doctor. That's a really crazy thing about med school. That whole path is like, you know, you're in, you know, your science program or whatever. Yeah. As an undergrad, which is probably quite st- stressful, and then yes. you, and then you, you know, graduate, and then you go to. Uh, do you get a master's degree after that? What's the process? So depends on. Well, okay. So in the EU, which is where I'm going, you people can go into med school from like high school. Yeah, okay. um, and, it's, and so, but in North America, everybody has to have a bachelor's degree. I did a master's because coming out of my undergrad, I did not think I wanted to do med school. Um, right. I thought I wanted to get into research. And then I did a master's and realized I hated research. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I got all these skills and I could either work as a tech, which is what I'm doing now, um, for the rest of my life, um, which would be fine if I went into like a corporate job. But um, it gets monotonous. I'm a person that needs, like, like most most of the interesting things I do in my life are are outside of my work right now. Right. Even even though a lot of people are like, "Whoa, you're a scientist." <laughs> Whoa, like, like mo- most most of the work actually is me just moving liquids from one thing to another, and right. that's most of what biological science actually is in the day to day. And it's just it gets really boring. It right. really does. This, despite the interest of all the theory, yeah. like at, at when when you're just a tech doing experiments, it kind of sucks. Right. And so, I like I was like, well, what else can I do with this? I, I invested all this time in this, and I don't want to just like throw that out the drain and try and just like go to a different path. I have other hobbies. I have other things I can try to explore. But I I'm I'm okay with those just being hobbies, and I actually really enjoy helping people. Um, so I'm like, yeah, let's just try to apply to med school. Yeah. But do you, do you have any kind of end goal in mind? Like a, an ideal it's for a specific like specialty? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, right now uh, I would be happy doing a lot of things. I could see myself even as just like a general practitioner. Sure. Um, but if I actually wanted oh. to specialize my 
right now I could probably say that my interests lie in neurology, cool, um, psychiatry or pediatrics. Right. The first two mainly because I yeah I did my master's in neuroscience. I, right. Brain interests me. I like psychology. I like studying it. It's fucking amazing and really cool. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, I I I might change that entirely once I actually see what clinical work is like in mm-hmm. internal and surgery and all these other. But things. I was, what I was gonna say though is like. It's, you know, you go through whatever process you have, which gets increasingly more stressful. Right, right. This is you the know, and you get into me. you get into med school, and you know, it's like the pressures of med school. You're like yeah. dissecting cadavers and all this. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and then it's like you, you finish it, and then the next step is like people's lives in your hands. Yeah. It's like the yeah. stress doesn't like <laughs> yes. peter out at all. No. <laughs> you know. No. So, yes, that is true. And but like the the one thing that I'm hoping is the case, and I, and is actually like a benefit of me going to Ireland, is Ireland is world renowned. Where in Ireland are you going? Dublin. It's to Dublin. Okay. Dublin. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about that. Just I mean, sure, I'll be busy like studying my ass off, trying to memorize the entire human body for the next four Jesus. years. But um. Still be in Dublin. I'll still be in Dublin. Yeah. And so when I actually do want to have fun, it's a, it's actually a really good city. It's, it's pretty pretty badass. Yeah, exactly. So so that, that that's a really good aspect of that. Um, and Irish med schools are really good about putting their students in clinical settings really early, so mm. that you actually get a lot more experience than even North American schools hmm. offer. Interesting. Um, North American schools tend to, from my understanding, I can't really speak from experience yet. Um, I, I won't ever be able to because I won't ever attend one. But um, they focus a lot more on technology. They try and get doctors to be really up to their game on all the different technologies that are out and coming, being mm. able to use and be have a good understanding of all the different things that are available. Whereas in, in Ireland, uh, the, the sense I've gotten is that it's a lot more just like the main job of a doctor, at least on like for the patient level, is most patients when they go visit a doctor, they're kind of scared. Like, yeah, of course. They, they go something because wrong. something's wrong yeah. with their body. Like and like in most cases they don't go unless it's like okay, maybe this is something that could actually. A lot of other times people will do everything, right. everything they go. can to yeah. avoid going to the doctor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like most people don't like, like going uh, to the doctor. Even yeah. myself, I avoid it unless I really feel the need yeah. that like this is could be serious. So mm-hmm. like the main role of a doctor and, and I, it should be something along the lines of like. I need to be someone who can give a complete stranger a total sense of security yeah. to divulge deep secrets about their life with me. And it's almost like a priest in a confessional booth. Almost. Yes, yes. And I actually need to be able to do that, make them feel comfortable, and have the knowledge to actually help them in a meaningful yeah. way and not just brush off their problems. Um, and It's cool that they actually... You spend a lot of attention on that, like bedside manner or whatever. Well, bedside manner is. I did. I did. A, I worked as a standardized patient for a while. Oh, yeah, okay. I forgot about that. It's a job that a lot of actors do. Okay. Where you uh, go to this sort of. Would you have gonorrhea? Yeah, I had some ST. Yeah, it was gonorrhea. Right. I think. Um, <laughs> that was really funny, actually. It was like every so often I'd get a call, be like, "We're doing one. You come for the day. You make like two or three hundred bucks." That's pretty, awesome. pretty, pretty dope. Yeah, that's but, pretty um, sweet. And then if you actually get physically examined, you get paid more. It's not a bad gig, but it's only like it's sort of every so often. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it was a funny, because you go to this um, sort of, this building that's set up for specifically that. Yeah. Those, yeah. having those tests yeah. for these students. Yeah. It's not a hospital? It's, it's, it's not just, a hospital. Oh. It's, it's a bunch of sort of 
not fake doctor's offices, but it's it's like a bunch of rooms that have like a table and a chair and like just like a it's like a preliminary meeting right. a lot of the time. Okay. They do they do have test. ones that are Is this a big test for the students? That's exactly what it is. Okay. Oh. So it's a, a it's a fake I know exactly what this is. Yeah. It's a licensing exam. You're the, you're one of, you're probably one of the actors that help doctors get licensed. Okay. So is there like someone marking their a lot scores of pressure over the video? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like in Canada. And, but it's 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 fun though because you you go in and you get a piece of paper that has all of your symptoms that you supposedly yeah. have, and you yeah. have to talk, talk to the doctor and tell them about it and see how they react. Kramer did and that, see what they he? say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was the whole Seinfeld <laughs> thing. It's like, what did you get? And he does the whole performance. That's so funny. <laughs> so funny. But um, they uh, and then and then they actually ask the standardized patients to give feedback about like like body language, how they responded. Yeah, and if they didn't do something right. You should say like you you did this in such and such a way. I guess that's like, like a very valuable perspective to have an actor tell tell like the you know the, yeah. the grader how the doctor did in terms yeah. of you know how they interacted. empathy yeah. or something that like an actor would be more in tune with than say a medical student. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. Know, just generically, and it's and it's really funny being on the, like the side of it where it's this nervous med student coming into his <laughs> yeah. test. Yeah, yeah. because you, like, ah, you do it you do it a whole bunch of times. You see a bunch of different people. Right. And uh, it's really cool to see people, some people are just like more relaxed about it and are nervous. And like that in and uh-huh. of itself makes, puts the patient at ease. Definitely. Yeah. You know? yeah. It shouldn't seem it's like, like, I don't want to see like, um, hello. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so like, what is, my name is doctor. Why are you more nervous than I am? <laughs> yeah. 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 So I wanted to ask you, you, you study neurobiology yep. or is it neuroscience? Yeah. Neuroscience. Do you have, uh, an opinion? I mean, formed on what the brain really is in terms of consciousness in terms of consciousness so like what i mean i mean you can here we go well hey whatever man (laughs) this is this is (laughs) the question no what what i mean to say is like the 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 brain i mean a lot of people think of it as like you are your brain your brain in itself like yeah. That's what you are and then yeah. your body is kind of a, a vehicle. Yeah. And that your brain and you yeah. consciously are a passenger inside your own body. But having studied it, do you have uh, do you have an opinion formed on kind of how you feel about it, what it is, what it means to be alive and conscious, a sentient being? There's a number of ways I could tackle this question. Okay. Because this is a question that this is one of two questions. That if I actually sit down with someone that actually wants to talk to me about neuroscience, that is is really interested but is not a student of it, right? Um, it's well, this question. <laughs> it's this question. Yeah, exactly yeah. this. Or can you fix me? I have these problems. How? Well, what does uh, it mean? It's right. one of the two. Okay. And I like this question more because it opens up. A yeah, without any preconceived notions exactly. about about fixing. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. You don't strike me as you have any problems. <laughs> I only bring it up just because it's like I got a few. Bits. It's like <laughs> it's 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 something that no matter how much like I hear it, no matter how many times I talk to people about this, I never feel like I gave a good enough answer. Okay. And, and and like I never really feel like I fully answered or got really at what they were hoping for. I've never gotten that feeling okay. like this is consciousness. Okay. Because there's no way I I would go as far this might be a bit of a bold statement, but I would go as far as to Did say, you just pee? Yeah. Wow. That was, almost that as fast was, as me. That was pretty that was pretty quick. That was about that was like a medium. Just pee in the hallway or what? Um 
Yeah, pass me a beer. Let's crack yeah. another beer for this 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 conversation. Okay, uh, let's get into it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna need one of those too. <laughs> boom. Boom, baby. boom, 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 All right. boom. Consciousness. I could, I could, I could give the cop out answer, which is consciousness is just as like a sea of electricity passing through this complex network of neurons. Sure, but that, if like, that was the case, things. it'd make it easy to make, you know, consciousness to my, to me personally, is, is is not something unique to humans. Okay. All animals have consciousness. Um, sure. All all brains have consciousness. Consciousness is the ability to experience sense things in any way that biology will allow you right and be able to act on them um and to be able to actually think about what you're doing and change your actions based sure. on the sensory experiences sure so then now in terms of like not being just in specifically human yeah animals have it too animals so it's have more that just too. as a way to animals are conscious keep your genetic line alive and yeah. to continue to reproduce yeah, okay. yeah. There's different levels of consciousness in that context, and this is probably one of the more scientific explanations I okay. could probably give to your question. But this question also touches on philosophy, even um, socioeconomic principles, okay. to, so to speak, culture, sure. it speak, it, it, anthropology. Um, this question goes uh, to a lot of different realms of thought, um, mainly because consciousness can be whatever you need it to be sure and at the same time be this very limiting factor on the way that your world operates right to me i like thinking of the brain as a conduit almost like a portal so to speak it's a portal and there's 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 like there is exactly what I described, how you experience things, and then you have some um, magic box, which is a portal. Sure. That these experience, these senses go into, and then somehow through a collection of waves of electricity in your brain, something comes out that gives signals to your, however you want to react to it, whether it be emotionally, whether you can actually control it or not, because um, consciousness also has unconscious responses. Right. Yeah. Um and they're intertwined at a level to be completely inextricable. Um you can't talk about consciousness without talking about unconscious unconscious actions. or the unconscious. subconscious. Yes, well exactly. there's all those realms of of the conversation that you don't that we don't really understand that well. Like mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. dreams mm -hmm. for example or dreams are really interesting. Dreams are an interesting facet of consciousness because most people like to think of sleep, the state of sleeping as a period in which you aren't conscious. <laughs> right. But this is this this is it's almost exact, being hyper conscious. It it almost is. Yeah. Because um the portal, so to speak, that in this analogy that I've been mm. using that like governs the processing, the, the, the conscious processing or unconscious of experiences into actions. That portal disappears in sleep. Yeah. So or is it actually that the portal loses its gatekeeper. Right. And so it it's actually, like the filter becomes removed. The, 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 the filter right. is what Well, and what I, what I find, what I find really interesting is the, um, when you can be aware of your, when you're sort of in the in-between state, mm -hmm. like between, you're not quite as fully asleep. Yeah. yeah. Part of your conscious brain is still active. Yeah. 
but you're also like sort of slipping into it. Yeah. You know, those are my favorite moments. That's my shit. Mm. And to me, sleep, and it's those moments where you're kind of conscious of sleep. To me, sleep is like better than any drug. Like I love sleeping so yeah. much. Especially like in yeah. the morning, like sleeping in is one of my favorite activities I love ever. I, 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 so, I love and like so dreams, much. like I had a dream that I was like in an episode of Sherlock. <laughs> really? And I was like, like my dreams are really like plot driven and okay. like intense. Okay. And like I'll fall asleep and get into this crazy dream and then wake up and be like, oh fuck, I want to go back to bed to find out exactly. what happens yeah. in my dream. I, I and I will and I'll fall back yeah. asleep and I'll be right back in it, yeah. Yeah. you know? And then the other thing is, I'm, I'm, you can be some sort of somewhat aware of your, where your brain is at as you're falling asleep. Yeah. Um, and it's like a lot of times what where my brain is at while I'm falling asleep is kind of just imagining sort of either things that have happened in the day. Yeah. Or just like dreams can be just very like topical. just just kind of daydreaming yeah. about like exactly. what if these people were interacting? What would that yeah. be like? Yeah. yeah. And what really trips me out is that you can have really vivid dreams of like your friends and people that you know. Yeah. But, and they're in your dreams and they're saying and behaving exactly as they would Mm -hmm. from your understanding of it. But it's in your brain. That's the thing. It's in your mind. It's like your your mind is improvising their identity. That's fucking trippy to me. Your mind has like cue cards on like the personality of this particular person and you just roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. Because in your dreams, and, and you think back, like, that's exactly how he would. Laws of how you think they should yeah. be right. Acting. Not all the time. Not all the time. Sometimes it's, it goes. I, I, I that's exactly where yeah. I was gonna go with that because that's what that's like. That's the the intuitive way of thinking yeah. about it is that like yeah you have constructs or at least mental constructs mm-hmm. of how people act, mm-hmm. what they look like, how they behave in certain situations, how they might react. But at the same time, sometimes. Uh, Oh, I'm getting Wait, a delay in my here? headphones. Okay. Uh, Uh-oh. I thought better. it wasn't going to happen. You want to talk about... But, uh, tri- All right. Um, yeah, we're back. We're back. Cool. Hey, everybody. Hello again. <laughs> and that's the last time I got AIDS. <laughs> the last time. <laughs> but I actually had a really <laughs> really weird one this morning. We're talking about dreams. Dreams, yeah. I, uh, Sarah had to wake me up. Apparently, I was like seizing in my sleep. And she woke me up and... It was in one of those moments where, like, I was woken up at the perfect moment to be able to just be roused out of it, but still have, like, the crystal clear memory of what had happened. Yeah. And so I was at, honestly, nobody nobody likes hearing dream stories because it's just really, just total bullshit. But I'll sum it up. <laughs> it's I, really interesting how that is. Like, dream stories are known for being... Like nobody cares, blah blah blah. But to the person having it, it's the most interesting thing ever. Yeah. It happened. Yeah, it really happened. Yeah. Like, but I was at my 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 childhood home. It was Easter, and uh, my mom was making like a whole bunch of food. But I had gotten high. I smoked a bunch of weed, okay. and I was like kind of being lazy. And she was expecting me to help, and I was just kind of like, hey, hey, hey. and she knew I was smoking weed, and she's like, oh, oh, just very frustrated. And so I had invited some friends over and she was like not expecting these extra people to show up. And then um, uh, a whole bunch of the Cardinal crew came through the front door as I was uh, like upstairs, just like being high. They were saying, like, oh, uh, just so you know, like there's a cop outside, like uh, maybe hide the drugs. And I was like, OK, so like I hid my marijuana. And uh, so this the the, uh, the doorbell rings. I'm like, OK, I'm going to answer it because there's a cop here. Yeah. And so I answer it and it's a plain clothes cop. He was in like a like a you know one of those cars with just the light on top, 
Planes close clop. He's like, hey, uh, planes close clop. Planes close clop. Clop clop. Uh, planes plain clothes cop. And uh, so we walked in. and He's just like, hey, how's it going? Happy Easter. I was like, oh, it's going very well. Say, like, hey, uh, I'm just here like to see how things are going. Like, I see a lot of cars parked outside. Do you have a glass of water? I was like, sure, I'll offer you a glass of water. And uh, he's like, hey, are you guys barbecuing? I was like, yeah, we're we're barbecuing. We're having a barbecue out back. You want to join? Just trying to be very friendly. He's like, oh no, I just wanted to let you know that there's like a fire ban in effect, and uh, you you shouldn't be barbecuing. So I'm going to ask you to turn the barbecue off. He's like, okay, well, follow me outside. Like, I'll introduce you to some people. And out of the corner of my eye, I see that he's holding a, a pistol. Yeah. And so I said to him, uh, I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry, officer. Like you're, you're making me feel really uncomfortable holding the pistol. Like it can it be something that like you don't do. And I'm trying to be very polite. And he pistol whips me in the head and like, just starts like beating me in the stomach with his gun. And all of a sudden I go into panic mode. And so I'm grabbing his gun and I'm wrestling in my parents' kitchen with this, with this plainclothes cop. I said it right this time. And uh, I'm screaming, I'm just Plain screaming, help, 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 help. And the only thing that's going through my mind is that the last thing that I said to my mom was fuck off for telling me that I was high. And I was just thinking like, if this cop kills me, the last thing that I ever said to my mom was fuck off. And then Sarah <laughs> wakes me up just like, hey, hey, you're having a nightmare. You're having a nightmare. Like, oh my God. Isn't that as much as nightmares kind of suck? The feeling from of waking up from a nightmare. The thank God is like, because it's such a visceral reality, it and is. then all of a sudden you're like, that's just not the. Ca- <gasps> I'm so yeah. lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. so lucky, because you felt that reality for a second. You know. Jeez. What What I always find crazy and really trippy is how like nightmares have this habit of ending, after like the worst moment, or you manage to have like yeah, yeah. the thought that like makes everything in like the worst light casts yeah, yeah. everything on this really dark pallor about everything yeah. that just happened and then you wake up yeah it's like one of the most memorable nightmares i ever had was being chased by a pack of wolves oh my god and it, it like to this day like i remember the chase right which it, the whole dream was a chase by a and pack so of that's wolves that's what's weird and like it, i mean i i want to bring it back to like neuroscience too because that is a real memory that you have yeah that is yeah. no i mean it's supposedly what anywhere. i've learned is that it's no different than a real memory no. it's one of the most traumatic experiences that i've ever had yeah. in my life yeah but it never real or happened. otherwise yeah, yeah exactly it never happened that's intense yeah because and like the dream ended with what looked like the biggest wolf jumping at my face the jaws were like right here and then i woke up in an instant jesus and it's like oh my god some people say they actually die in their dreams and it's kind of like outer body i've never heard right. that happen to see me. what i've heard is that like if you die in your dreams you die in real life that's bullshit. It's like that's who's bullshit. gonna who's gonna prove that it's like, like, it's where's, like where's the sample the body, the body cannot live with it I, I know plenty of people that have died in their dreams i've never died in my dreams one so that was your worst nightmare yeah. my worst nightmare um singular nightmare was I was um, I was a cop for some reason like I've never had any dream like this but I was like a beat cop walking in the streets of Edmonton and uh, there was like this black kid playing jacks okay and for some reason it just like really pissed me off and I was I wasn't me I mean I was perceiving the world this dream world through the eyes of this cop that was me I was older. I was like 30s. And uh, so I, I was like telling this black, like this 11, 12 year old black kid that he was disturbing the peace. And uh, so he got up and he was very apologetic. And then all of a sudden I started choking him. 
I was choking this kid and then like he started to resist. So I like pushed him back. And in the moment of me pushing this little black kid, the second that my hands connected with his chest, I became the black kid and I fell backwards and almost like this, uh, you remember those old um, Nestle iced tea ads where people would fall backwards and a yeah. pool would just show up? Yeah. So my hands connected with his chest. Then I became the black kid and fell back into a pool of water and I'm looking through kind of the ripple. At the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Nestle. <laughs> Fresh. And no, so I was looking through the water at myself as a cop. So I had become the black kid and I was looking up at an older version of myself in a cop's uniform, just like looking like longingly and apologetically at myself and I drowned. I was just, yeah. I was staring and it was like maybe 30 seconds of That's just so me intricate. trying to breathe and just, <laughs> and then I woke up just like yeah. gasping for breath. Jesus, that's the one that's always going to stick with me. I don't know what the fuck was happening in my head that night, but like, yeah. and it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to give like another dream story to emphasize yeah, yeah, the yeah. point after my favorite dream I've ever had was, uh, being a gangster <laughs> with Ben and I don't know if you guys ever met gangsta or gangster. No gangster. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah. like, like full on mafioso. Full of mafioso. Yeah, yeah. We came in. We were just like our regular selves. Sure. This like bar or like, I it, it maybe it wasn't a bar. <laughs> it was, this is our dreams. A are speakeasy? it was a front for yeah. the mafia. Sure. And we just like walked into like the cafe or a bar or whatever it was. And then by the end of the dream, we'd gone into the back, mm. killed the people like playing cards and like <laughs> and just being like, yeah, we're the mafiosos now. And then we came out. And all the women like just like clung to our arms, and we walked out and just got in this limo, and just like went on a rampage, like stealing things. Wow! And like, the details after that <laughs> were like silly, but the one thing that stuck with me from that dream was that this guy that I worked with, but like he was just like like he was a pretty okay guy. I didn't really have any strong feelings. Yeah. About him. He was just a coworker. He, like I sure. didn't really like him, but I didn't really hate In him. Incidental, but. Yeah. He was one of the mafiosos that we had to like beat down in the back, huh. and he's the only other recognizable <laughs> person in the entire dream, right. other than me and my two buddies, Ben yeah. and Kevin. And but like, I've hated him ever since. Like, there's always <laughs> been this thing in the oh, back man. of my mind. It's like, like, fuck that guy. Like, what's his deal? Like, like, and it's like, it's like this guy's got to go down. I know. Like, I gotta. Why are you here? It's like, it's like, it's always this feeling, and it's like, there's like objectively. I have no basis for thinking that yeah, like, yeah. aside from this dream. Wow. And it's like like it, it it just emphasizes the point of how like these really silly things that you kind of do in your head. Your dreams aside, you can do this about people while being completely conscious. It's like, oh, you eat fruit roll-ups backwards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's so stupid. Yeah. I can't I respect like you, you anymore. Yeah, exactly. And it's like these like these like silly dumb things that like completely change the entire way about people it's really obvious when it happens. Yeah. But sometimes it happens about just like concepts. You really don't want to accept a notion or an idea mm. or someone yeah. else's opinion just because of some other stupid bias or thing exactly. that you've already thought about. And it's like it's just one of those interesting things to think about. It's like it's the way memory and opinion and bias work is see what is what gets me memory is the the trippiest thing memory to is me. like trippy. the the idea that like 
essentially like your your brain works as a storage device essentially mm-hmm. so it's like everything that you have ever learned up until this point and not only everything that you've learned like how to walk how to speak like the language that that you communicate yeah. with yeah. but these very particular memories that may or may not be complete fabrications exactly there's no way to differentiate between some like i've had conversations with people actually one in particular my my friend Caleb one of the uh, it was during when Edmonton was in the playoffs so okay. a long 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 time ago okay. but um he he had walked down to like the street and watched a hockey game blah 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 blah, blah. he had gotten high but every time he tells a story he includes me in the story and m- every single time I have to tell him like no man I wasn't there yeah. I was not yeah. there yeah. but to him I'm I'm a part of this memory that he has, yeah. and it ha- he hasn't been able to let go of the fact that I just really wasn't there. Yeah, and I I think to myself I've probably got so many memories that are just completely not completely false, but just like you know constructed. Like I it's added really, a person. It's really I moved a person. Like I was thinking like wouldn't it be cool if blah blah blah? But also this technology probably isn't that far off. Is like like an app or something that can somehow show you. Like the most, the memory that you cling to the most, that is the most false. Right. You know? Well, this is like Black Mirror shit. Have you ever seen Black Mirror? Movie? No. It's no. a TV show. TV answers, series. No. You dig it. No. You dig it. It's really good. It's really cool. Okay. It's like, okay. it's, you've seen, do you remember the Twilight Zone? Yep. It's like episodes where episodic. each, it's episodic. Each episode is yeah. like its own contained story. Okay. So there's no overlap of characters okay. or anything. So it's a, the shows are about what an hour, like forty-five minutes an hour. Yeah, 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 depending. And it's one contained story that takes place in the sort of nearish future, very near future, like okay. very near future, and it explores um, uh, relationship with technology, basically. Humans' relationship with technology yeah. as it is as it is now taken to uh, some sort of conclusion or like a step further mm-hmm. and see how. Mm-hmm. And one of the episodes, which is absolutely brilliant is uh everybody has is has the ability to rewatch their memories. So you have a you have a little That's stick crazy. and I guess this is like a looks like a impact. camera. Yeah. yeah. And you get a, there's a chip in your head. Yeah. that you um that stores all of your memories so you can rewatch them. And like it's a common thing for like guys will like watch their sexual experiences to like jerk off to or I mean, they wouldn't or really the, even need porn anymore. Yeah, the beginning exactly. of the beginning of the episode is this guy having a job interview, and it doesn't go very well. And he's like watching the job interview over and over again, and like thinking about it. Yeah, um, breaking down the minutia of like yeah. how the guy was looking at him, yeah, and what exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. he said, rewinding yeah. it over and. And over. then there's like he meets one like girl. He, he meets he one do. one yeah. girl at a dinner party who doesn't have the chip, and it's like a weird thing that she doesn't have one, and. uh and then it, it, the the story revolves around the guy's relationship with his wife because he gets really jealous because they meet this uh, guy at a dinner party who apparently she had some sort of fling with, but mm-hmm. then it's revealed that it was actually more than she said, and she's like going through her memories and like all this crazy shit. But well, that's um, the thing because you can okay. project it onto a TV. Everything's like wirelessly set yeah, up, so, so be you like, can watch. No, on. no, look at this. So we're like rewind shows on a TV, like the exact conversation from his perspective. So everybody has access. Why did everybody has it? Not everybody has access to everybody's memories. You have access to your own, but you can beam it to a TV. Okay. So you can say like, no, wait, why did you have this look on your face when this guy walked in? Like I walked in, I'm supposedly your husband, and like you clammed up, like you you didn't know how to react when I walked in the room, and. 
But just like, all- and it's just like this story about paranoia and jealousy, and it's a uh, it's cool. a cool show. But then, like, that's just one episode. The, the other ones get that's, into like totally other stuff. This, this, this the first produced- episode with the pig is so fucking good. I love that that exists as a without, TV show. Without spoiling the episode, yeah. the premise of the very first episode is the Prime Minister of the UK um, gets uh, like gets woken up in the morning saying that there's a situation. Goes into like the not the war room, but the situation room mm-hmm. maybe, mm-hmm. and uh, so he has all like his consulate and his advisors being like, so the Princess of Wales or what have you yeah. has Some been royalty. kidnapped. And so here's a video, and they show this video of this woman like reading a cue card, being like, "Okay, so th- I've been kidnapped, and the only way for me to be free is that if at 5 p.m. local time, the prime minister has sexual relations with a pig." And she outlines like it has to be like with a tracking camera and just like all these things in order to make sure that it, w- it won't be like digitally recreated yeah and so he's like this is a joke this is a joke whatever but it's, it's, it's but a genuine it, video the, the entire the entire episode is just like the psychology behind like what if that happened like what would you do yeah what would you have to do in that situation but it's so crazy and so absurd but it's it's so fucking good this the way that they do it it's like man maybe, i can't uh, believe that that's a show it's amazing I love this yeah show. do you know charlie brooker he does like the, the weekly about, wipe, the yearly wipe on BBC. Weekly, yeah, 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 yeah. It's that yeah. guy. He okay. wrote. He wrote okay. the episodes. Okay, cool. It's so great. That's, that's really interesting. I like. I love thought experiments. Yeah, like yeah. That. Especially it's exactly that. It's, yeah. it's really, it's really, it's really well yeah. done. Like it's really well produced show. It's like really well acted and written and everything. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I totally watched that. Um, this, that's this, the thing. It's like, and it's fun because it's like not a like a show that you have to commit to yeah. necessarily because you get into it. But it's just like yeah. each one is just one story yeah. that has yeah. a beginning, yeah. middle, and end. There's no, there's no like. I need to follow and it's it's yeah. it's, it's, it's the first yeah. time oh I've God. ever seen like contemporary sci-fi that really strikes a, strikes a chord. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. it's not about like aliens. It's about like like true sci-fi to me is about the present. Yeah, the present. It, it's about the present more yeah. than it is about fantasy. You know. Yeah. yeah. Well, you yeah. Know what? I was. Um, you know how Joe Rogan always talks about this idea that like um, in the future people are just going to be able to like watch other people's lives. And they'll be able to like tune into a channel and be like, I'm going to be George for the day. And so George has got a ton of followers because he skydives all the time and fucks supermodels. And like that's right. what you want to watch instead of TV. Have you heard of this app called Periscope? No. So it's uh, t- it, Twitter released this app called Periscope. Okay. And so based on your Twitter feed, uh, it, it's a free app. I have it on my fucking phone. It's, it, it's terrifying and intriguing and... and I don't know. It, it's very weird. So what you do, just with your phone, yeah. you turn it on, you go, boop, and it's a live feed. Anybody on the entire planet can be like, I'm going to join this live feed. And so you title it like, me walking around Marseille. And so it's just like a guy with his phone in his pocket walking around Marseille. And it's like, oh, there's 350 people in this room. And they're just typing like, hey, from New York. Like, hey, look right. Like, what did you eat for breakfast today? And the guy will be like, oh, yeah, I had, like, uh, Eggs Benedict, blah, blah, blah. Wow, and that's it, cool. And so you'll see one's just like, hey, what should I wear to my dinner tonight? And so it's just like a girl, like, with her cell phone pointed at the mirror being like, hey, uh, is this, and like, she a gets cool live dress? Updates, or, like, yeah. hey, I heard that I have sleep apnea. Can you tell me if I'm snoring? Like, just, like, pure, instantaneous. That's crazy. I wonder what and that's like, going to do to uh, pornography. I mean, like this app in particular says like no nudity, blah 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 blah. But like, oh, okay, that, that's but that's, that's sensible. but still, it's just like you like at, at any point I can key into this app 
and somebody will be doing something that you can just tune in and watch and join and talk to people. That's cool. There. Have you seen any cool ones? No, no. I mean, it's is all it, just it, like it, really boring yeah. bullshit. Yeah. But the fact that it exists is so exciting that you can just be a part of this person's life instantaneously. Can you be like Kanye West is like, I'm going to McDonald's right now. <laughs> Basically, yeah. And I, I set one up. I was like, well, okay, might as well do it. And I titled it, My Girlfriend Grinds Her Sleep. Or Grinds Her Teeth in Her Sleep. Mm-hmm. Nobody joined. <laughs> I thought somebody would. You should call it, My Girlfriend Grinds My Dick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> blink, blink, blink. Uh, yeah. It's just like a darkness. It's yeah. Like, there's no nudity, yeah. man. You can just like... No, but there, there are feeds like that where it's just complete pitch blackness. And, and it's just... It... it kind of resonates with the idea that people just want to feel yeah important not even important but it's like just connected acknowledged it's the, the dawn yeah. of the, yeah. the whole like it's the reason why people just tweet about randomish yeah. yeah yeah it's like they just want people to be like yeah, yeah. i'm paying attention to you yeah it's about attention i at matter yeah, yeah it's like they, people want to feel like whatever they're doing no matter how yeah. trivial unimportant it is yeah that it's something that other people actually gonna pay attention yeah anyway it's strange because like you you hear the thing like oh the reason why people do this is because they feel unfulfilled in their daily lives and like they don't have friends blah blah blah, so they get this like digital connection with people but at the same time i feel like you can kind of have both like you can have like friends and things that you do every day but there's this i don't know this weird feeling of hyper connectivity and just interconnectedness with it's fun the planet there's a reason that people spend so much time like on the internet or on their phones Yeah. yeah being sort of connected with people i and it gets a lot of shit like oh he's just on his phone he's like not present in his life whatever and there's something to that especially if you're you know interacting with people in real life and you're not yeah you know we've all been in that situation and probably you know but i i don't want to it gets undermined a lot as like it's just artificial or it's not you're really reacting but i think i don't think that's necessarily true I think that, you know, engaging like on Facebook with people yeah. or on, you know, texting or, or Twitter or whatever it is. Well, that's, that's what's weird is that it's still real, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's still happening in real time and you're still interacting with a person. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's kind of like, it's kind of telepathy if you think about it. Like you're making a couple of little movements with your thumb and you're communicating with somebody. Right. You know? Or like, it's like, well, Rogan talks about this too. It's, Language is kind of like that too. It's like I'm making these series of understood no- noises and body yeah, gestures, yeah. Yeah. and therefore you can kind of at least get a general sense of what's Some going on in my mind. Of what's happening? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's kind of cool. Communication in general is like it's pretty interesting, and it's like trying to bring this back into the theme of consciousness right. that we've kind of had in this yeah, conversation yeah. In the past little while. It's like. All levels of consciousness want to communicate with another consciousness. Yeah. That is an inherent aspect of consciousness. Yeah. You want to be able to be able to in some way do something that something else will be able to understand what it yeah. is you want, mean. You know what? I feel like desire. Maybe this is just like total hippie speak, but I feel like everyone and not just in the sense of every individual person, but everyone has this yearning. And it's almost the sense of like a yearning of the universe itself, not as a conscious being, but just as itself yearning to connect. 
yeah. you know yeah. people want to connect but yeah. what what's interesting is if you break it down we are really you're talking about the word conduit or, yeah. or portal yep. we are conduits of the universe becoming conscious of itself yeah you know and that's what it is okay. something happened in order for us to exist and what we can do that i don't know seemingly no other being at least on this planet can do mm-hmm. is question things and reflect on itself and explore and really just we're, we're the universe becoming conscious of itself the universe okay. has created something that is able to you know question itself yeah you're like that's weird like yeah like oh like this is what's happening what's going on well have you, have <laughs> yeah. you ever listened to alan watts uh, I, I, yes. Yeah, I know. He's, uh, he's like a Zen Buddhist guy. Exactly. Who sort of introduced it to. So Alan Watts has got this America. really interesting, uh, lecture series. It's like f- 40 hours long. It's just like his entire, all of his lectures. But in one part he says, if you were an omnipotent being, you knew everything that has been, that is, and will be, mm-hmm. you would eventually become bored of knowing everything. So what would be the next thrill? The next thrill would be becoming something that could die, something that didn't know anything. So like if you're an omnipotent being, sure. the next step, the only exciting thing that you could ever do is, is, to, is to get rid immortal. of that knowledge. Yeah. Exactly. Get rid of that knowledge and become right. something that had no idea what was going on. Yeah. And so it's this kind of like uh, thought experiment as to like that... Yeah. You know, it, that's not what he's saying, that that's what people are. But, like, it's interesting to think of it that way. Yeah. That's, that's this. What I'm thinking about now is another thought experiment that, uh, I wish I remember the name of this story. It's a short story that was only written online. Um, it's sci-fi. It's about the singularity. So instead of having an omnipotent being. Right. It's. So this is the quantum computer story? The one where. With insufficient that, data? insufficient data it's about entropy anyway go on sorry it's i i there's so there are a lot of singularity stories and a lot of them do have this kind of similarity yeah one thing that i have noticed when i do read these kind of stories is that well the one in particular that i'm referencing goes on about how this guy makes this computer slowly takes over the universe to the point where it reconstructs it um humans were the ones that created this ai right it gained it taught itself the ability to deconstruct and reconstruct whatever it needed. So it basically decided that the current operating universe is flawed and okay. will end. So instead, to make a perfect universe based on just like how it was programmed, I guess, in the story, it killed all life in the universe except humans. Okay. And reconstructed the entire universe um, so that each individual human could live in their own world and give the computer whatever desires they wanted and it would be able to provide that construct that from its just abilities to create right and so every single person had their own artificial reality in which they were a god except okay the computer was the god above all of them right and so they couldn't die sure they could have whatever experiences they wanted at any time they wanted because their consciousness was like uploaded Basically, basically, right. basically. It, it touched on that where like everyone's uploading their consciousness or if, regardless of whether or not they wanted to, the computer did it for them. Okay. All, just all at once and killed all other sentient life around the universe, whatever, wherever it may be. Sure. Um, and then they go, like the, the main character is this person who 
um, was the woman who was dying okay. when the computer was first born and taught the computer what death actually meant huh. and why it needed to stop that from happening. Huh. And it stopped her death. And so after realizing this, she decided, I need to find the creator of the computer and get him to stop this and just destroy this entire construct recreate war earth as it was sure and just restart the universe huh. because that's the only thing worth doing anymore right that's the only thing worth that's the only like real that's the only thing really meaningful is yeah, what if else we can do, do better yeah. and not have this this same reconstruction and like fake almost life of nothingness yeah you have everything but yeah but, it, but it doesn't mean it's anything it doesn't mean it is exactly exactly yeah. and so it's like it was an interesting thought experiment and it, it, like you're talking about how um, what's left except death? Yeah, and that's kind of the, that's kind of the main theme yeah. explored in that. You know, story it's funny. Well. You, you, like we, you said there was like some kind of you could like upload consciousness yes. in this story. Yes, yes. There's this um, uh, really short sci-fi novella by uh, Cory Doctorow called "Down and Out in the Magic Kingdom." Okay, and so Disney World yeah. has become like a nation. Yeah, and uh, in this world, people are able to. There is no death. Because people can, they upload their consciousness and they can say like, well, I don't know. I've been, I've been around for like, I'm living in this reconstruction of my body. Like I'm going to skip out for like 300 years. Mm-hmm. So like they just go eh, and they, they shut down their chip and uh, they, you know, they have a timer and they wake back up in 300 years. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, here we go. And uh, you know, everything is based on credits, but it's like merit points. So there's no money, but it's like if you do a good thing, mm-hmm. you'll gain credits. And so like if you're a piece of shit, you have no credits. Yeah. You know, so like you can't spend this on anything else. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and then the the like the outlier of the story is this guy who says like, no, I just want to. That's my grip. Uh, yeah, it's my last one, baby. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, we'll just have it on the walk home. Yeah. No, it's fine. Um, and uh, the outlier of the story is like this one guy who's like, yeah, I no, I just want to die. Mm-hmm. I don't want to skip a couple hundred years and come back. No, mm-hmm. I just want to die. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, what the fuck are you talking about? Like this, that that's insane. Like nobody knows what that even is. Yeah, you know. But uh, oh yeah, super cool story. But the one that I was uh, uh, trying to figure out before, Isaac Asimov, okay. has got this one called the Last Question. Yeah, and um, I'm just gonna read the first the first part of it because it, it's really re- intriguing. It's, it was I, written in the 1950s. No, Isaac by the Asimov way. is awesome. So the last question was asked for the first time. I read his pop science half books. Half in They're jest. Actually great. Really? On May 21st, 2061, okay. at a time when humanity first stepped into the light. The question came about as a result of a $5 bet over highballs, and it happened this way. Alexander Adele and Bertram Lupov were two of the faithful attendants of the multivac. As well as any human beings could, they knew what lay behind the cold, clicking, flashing face, miles and miles of face, on that giant computer. They had at least a vague notion of the general plan of relays and circuits that had long since grown past the point where any single human could possibly have a firm grasp of the whole. Multivac was self-adjusting and self-correcting. It had to be, for nothing human could adjust and correct it quickly enough, or even adequately enough. So Adele and Lupov attended the monstrous giant only lightly and superficially, yet as well as any men could. They fed it data, adjusted questions to its needs, and translated the answers that were issued. Certainly they, and all others like them, were fully entitled to share in that glory that was the multivac. 
For decades, Multivac had helped design the ships and plot the trajectories that enabled man to reach the moon, Mars, and Venus. But past that, Earth's poor resources could not support the ships. Too much energy was needed for the long trips. Earth exploited its coal and uranium with increasing efficiency, but there was only so much of both. But slowly, Multivac learned enough to answer deeper questions more fundamentally, and on May 14, 2061, what had been theory became fact. The energy of the sun was stored, converted, and utilized directly on a planet-wide scale. All Earth turned off its burning coal, its fissioning uranium, and flipped the switch that connected all of, of it to a small station, one mile in diameter, circling the Earth at half the distance of the moon. All Earth ran by invisible beams of sun power. Seven days had not sufficed to dim the glory of it, and Adele and Lupov finally managed to escape from the public function and to meet in quiet where no one could think of looking for them, in the deserted underground chambers where portions of the mighty buried body of Multivax showed. Unattended, idling, sorting data with contented, lazy clickings, Multivac too had earned its vacation, and the boys appreciated that. They had no intention originally of disturbing it. They had bought a bottle with them, and the only concern at the moment was to relax in the company of each other in the bottle. It's amazing when you think of it, said Adele. His broad face had lines of weariness in it. And he stirred his drink slowly with a glass rod, watching the cubes of ice stir clumsily about. All the energy we can possibly ever use for free. Enough energy, if we wanted to draw on it, to melt all the earth into a big drop of impure liquid iron, and still never miss the energy so used. All the energy we could ever use, forever and forever and forever. Lupov cocked his head sideways. He had a trick of doing that when he wanted to be contrary. And he wanted to be contrary now, partly because he had to carry the ice and glassware. Not forever, he said. Oh, hell, just about forever, till the sun runs out, Bert. That's not forever. All right, then. Billions and billions of years. Twenty billion, maybe. Are you satisfied? Lupov put his fingers through the th his thinning hair, as though to reassure himself that some was still left, and sipped gently at his own drink. Twenty billion years isn't forever. Will it last our time, won't it? So, with the coal and uranium. All right, but can we hook up each individual spaceship to the solar station, and it can go to Pluto and back a million times without ever having to worry about fuel. You can't do that on coal and uranium. Ask Multivac if you don't believe me. I don't have to ask, ask Multivac. I know that. Then stop running down what Multivac has done for us, said Adele, blazing up. It did all right. Who says it didn't? What I say is the sun won't last forever. That's all I'm saying. We're safe for 20 billion years, but then what? Lupop pointed a slightly shaky finger at the other. And don't say we'll switch to another sun. There was a silence for a while. Adele put his glass to his lips only occasionally, and Lupov's eyes slowly closed. They rested. Then Lupov's eyes snapped open. You're thinking we'll switch to another sun when ours is done, aren't you? I'm not thinking. Sure you are. You're weak on logic. That's what troubles you. You're like the guy in the story who was caught on a sudden shower and who ran to a grove of trees and got under one. He wasn't worried, you see, because he figured out when one tree got wet enough, he would just get under another one. I get it, said Adele. Don't shout. When the sun is done, the other stars will be gone, too. Damn right they will, muttered Lupov. It had all been the beginning of the original cosmic explosion. Whatever that was, and, it, it, and it'll have all gone when the stars have run down. Some run down faster than others. Hell, the giants won't last a hundred million years. The sun will last twenty billion years, and maybe the dwarfs will last a hundred billion and all the good they are. But just give us a trillion years, and everything will be dark. Entropy has to increase to maximum, that's all. I know all about entropy, said Adele, standing on his dignity. The hell you do. I know as much as you do. Then you know everything's got to run down someday. All right, who says they won't? You did, you poor sap. You said all the energy we needed forever. You said forever. It was Adele's turn to be contrary. Maybe we can build things up again someday, he said. Never. Why not? Someday. 
Never. Ask Multivac. You ask Multivac. I dare you. $5 says it can't be done. Dell was just drunk enough to try, just sober enough to be able to phrase the necessary symbols and operations into a question which, in words, might have corresponded to this. Will mankind one day, without the next net expenditure of energy, be able to restore the sun to its full youthness, youthfulness, even after it have died of old age? Or maybe it could be put more simply like this. How can the net amount of entropy of the universe be massively decreased? Multivac fell dead and silent. The slow flashing of lights ceased. The distant sounds of clicking relays ended. Then, just as the frightened uh, frantic technicians felt they could hold their breath no longer, there was a sudden springing to life of the teletype attached to that portion of the multivac. Five words were printed. Insufficient data for a meaningful answer. That's the first part. The rest of it, you got to read. It's really, really cool. Keep in mind, this was written in the 50s, so like... This omnipotent computer has a teletype that yeah. prints out a piece of paper that yeah. says what's actually going on. Yeah. 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 But it's super cool. Like that, that entire story spans millions and millions of years. And this, the last question, that question keeps getting answered. And uh, anyway, if you read it, you'll definitely yeah, appreciate no. it. It's the, it's the concepts and the ideas that are being presented. And Asimov yeah. that are always the most oh, interesting. I love Asimov for that, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. All those like, old school OG science fiction guys yeah. like Asimov, Philip K. Dick, Arthur C. Clarke. Yeah. 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 Just like they kind of set the tone for modern science fiction, like mm-hmm. especially space related stuff. Of course. Of course. So cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is it. Oh, so we, we've, uh, we've officially run out of time, man. Okay. That's fine. Thank you so much. No problem. This is a blast. <laughs> yeah. Is this your closing song every well, time? No, not <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, this is an amazing closing yeah. song to your podcast. <laughs> every time, different closing song. But, uh, but we were talking about ACDC at the very beginning of the show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's it's ACDC part. to neuroscience to asthma. It was, it was awesome. I enjoyed this conversation a lot. It was good. Well, we'll still hear for that. I have to fucking see you again. So. Oops. Yeah. But uh, thanks so much, man. Oh, thank you guys for having me. All right, everybody. That's it for episode 20. Thanks for being bros and bros. Bye, everybody. I love you. Bros and babes.